0: <laughs>
1: There's a long play, guys. But, uh, <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of NRK Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me remind you we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for bludgies and the government thereof, or the government and the bludgies thereof. <laughs>
2: And we're already laughing. So. <laughs> right.
1: You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org, bipcot.org. I'm just going to stop talking.
3: This is starting out really well.
4: We're in trouble. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. Flying <laughs> colors. <We're>
2: fucking, professionals. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking professionals.
1: Fucking professionals. King of the Special Olympics here. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, speaking of how professional.
2: Prepared- like- like Okay, so this podcast, let's think of all podcasts as the South Park universe. <laughs> and this podcast is Cartman trying to change the it. Special Olympics <laughs> and, so he can win. <laughs> <You're> still <losing. laughs> and still fucking losing. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Uh.
4: <laughs> Mixed in with the episode where you're slinging fucking KFC chicken and sorting the fucking chicken skin. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. cripple fight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I I loved that so much because it is actually a shot for shot, move for move replica of They Live, the fight in They Live. It's exactly oh yeah. move for move. It's freaking awesome. How did
2: I never noticed that.
3: Yeah, I I only noticed because I saw something with uh, Stone and Parker and they were talking about that, that they had specifically been like, I don't want to choreograph this entire long fight. And then somebody had suggested the fight and they live. And they're like, yes. Let's do it. That's
2: awesome.
1: Nice. How professional are we? It took us two years to get an actual MP3 podcast going. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. but we we've been we've been youtube live videos calling ourselves a podcast for two years
4: <laughs> actually being a podcast that's well it, it was right. all like a psychological mind fuck you know what i mean we we're making people thirsty for the past two years you know now we release oh, it to the yeah. public and they're they're ravenous for it yep
1: so yeah we are <laughs> <using laughs> always leaving them one
4: more exactly yeah. It's like
3: the Apple one. update of improvements, though. Like...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're on, a... <laughs> we're
2: on Anchor. and none of us read the user terms. Oh, no, nope, us.
0: Except
2: <laughs> oh god, they're
5: gonna show up asking for the human centipede.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shotgun. I go first. Okay, we got a, We're on. We're on Anchor. We're on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, uh, Radio Public, and Stitcher. We're on as Anarchy Among Friends. Fucking we're fucking big time now, boys. Woo! Woo!
3: Didn't I see we're the, the Google Podcast right to The yep. they have on there. Yeah. So if you have Google Play Music, it actually shows up as podcast that you can subscribe to. Nice. Nice. So we're
2: on
1: Google Play. Yeah. And we have had, let's see, we've had seven plays of our latest episode since that went up.
0: Nice.
1: Nice. Holy crap.
4: Yeah.
0: Maybe people will actually start (laughs) listening to us.
1: Yeah. Let's see. We had three listeners from Stitcher, two from Other, one from Anchor, and one on Android. Nice. Whatever that means.
3: That's probably to play music. It would be my guess. Probably.
2: Yeah. Well, one of these oh, yeah. days we'll will hit it big. Probably subscribe to us. Hopefully. I always <laughs> subscribe to that. us. Yes, yeah, subscribe to us. I always think about that. I'm like, nobody watches this show. Well, I mean, we don't give a fuck. We do it because we enjoy talking to each other. But yeah, like a lot of nobody fuck. watches this show. But after we're all dead, it's gonna like be in some fucking. Star Trek database in the computer somewhere. <laughs> right? It's has kind of come like this cult
4: classic. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I hope for that. The, the foundation. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to name it in a like, lifetime. We're like, like, gonna one, go like, like what they're gonna famous, do with we'll we'll like, Shakespeare. They're they're gonna, they're, <laughs> gonna
1: take, they're gonna take the YouTube videos and and like add it to like the holodeck library, right? So that we can, like, <laughs> Hang out, then like people can sit with us and just listen. Yeah,
3: there you go. Wasn't that in Fahrenheit 451 where she was doing that? I'm pretty sure that's a scene in Fahrenheit 451. She, oh, she was just cool.
2: talking to the TV, it's not a hologram or like a holo suite or whatever. It's, it's like not a TV that takes up a whole wall, and,
1: and it's not nearly as cool as we are.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's nowhere near
1: as cool. Well, as cool as you guys are.
2: Well, I'm pretty cool. I've read Fahrenheit 451, I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, I have a copy of it um, somewhere. First, First
5: day. Day. I'm dating him. That's all I got. Sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she, she downloaded that fucking uh, information by beef injections. Kind <laughs> 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 like the Matrix, but. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is, the back of the neck.
1: That is not a part of the Pornhub app show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right,
1: hey, we right, because right. we we do up. need
2: to go up on Pornhub. I mean, Pornhub. <laughs> if we're looking for like, you know, the largest viewership market in the entire world, Pornhub <laughs> is what right. we're looking for.
4: Pornhub, I'm- Pornhub, Miles Rhodes and Rick Sleeves. I'm just I'm just not cool if I'm comfortable with like, you know, people beating off the (laughs) fucking podcast. Hey man, if that's what they do it already.
2: uh, or is that just me later when I read it? We'll (laughs)
3: We'll need to introduce an AMSR or ASMR or whatever uh, section where we just whisper
4: into the mic one afternoon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we could have an episode where we all just show our feet, you know, for the fetish.
4: We'll do like all we'll all do like NPR voices like neuro-linguistic programming style shit. Yeah, <laughs> like all speak softly. We, yeah, we, we,
1: we yeah, can we right. can alter the sound and just make it like everything right really really really, really deep.
4: We That's what do, liberals mess up to. The Bob too. Ross voice, right up in the mic. You know, like yep. that. <laughs> yeah. sound like you're on Quaaludes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Derek, Derek, I can and channel her we one 1- nine hundred voice. You
0: guys don't know. Are you not?
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shit! Did I miss <laughs> the out on the party? The world party may guys?
2: never know. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. Snitches get stitches. One nine hundred, Derek. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: I love that comic. That for a good time call, and then it's the dude skydiving. He's like, "This is amazing. No
2: one ever calls." <laughs> and the guy's like, "I know, but nobody ever calls." I love yeah.
4: that. Sometimes <laughs> you got to take the chance, you know?
2: They're hang gliding. Oh, they're
3: hang gliding. All right, I What they were doing? Something in the sky.
2: The guy's like, "Yeah,
3: something in the sky." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm on a lot of Quaaludes right now. What do you it's want?
2: Lucy. It's Lucy, and she's got diamonds.
3: Lucy and this guy with diamonds. Yeah, Jack, he supposedly is totally not, definitely not about LSD, according not to. I think I think that was yeah. Paul and Bernie that said that it was absolutely definitely not about LSD, and I'm like, uh huh, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just like I absolutely did not make that meme about Dan today. That was all slippery.
4: Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, that like that reminded me good when I saw but uh, Reminded me of I went uh, to New York City for New Year's And I almost got a fistfight with a guy Because I like asked him if he liked some band And he was like They're not better than Slayer And I was like What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> and he like He was like about to fight me over it I'm, I'm, not, like, dude, I'm not I'm not asking like, you for your out.
2: top ten list I'm just asking yeah, you If no, you fucking the like fucking them The fucking
4: reaction I ever got in my life I was like That's Are you really? right. Like, All right man I want to get stabbed tonight so.
2: That's a fucking zealot You stumbled across <laughs> a zealot
1: Seriously, Uh, John. Uh, John. Uh, Excuse me, John. If I mispronounced your last name, John Houch Houchin, H O U C H I N, says good evening, you sexy beasts, and that he was Mickey Malone on Facebook. He got the death penalty for unknown reasons. Love the show. Thriller.
2: Yeah. Hey, Mickey, Mark. you're so fine. You're
3: so fine, You my. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mickey. That needs to be how we need to open every show from now on is Derek doing Hey, Mickey.
1: <laughs> and I, yes. yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, been, yeah. that's better than my thought of Dan and Leotard doing a floor routine.
5: <laughs> mm. How did you know about <laughs> we wanna that? We want to get
2: more viewers, not less. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, just be- I think
5: well.
1: what we
2: need is we need Andrew and Dan doing the sisters' routine from White Christmas. Yeah, you know, sisters, sisters. they are such devoted sisters. No, we
3: definitely need to be doing the uh the Will Ferrell cheerleader thing from
1: Saturday Night Live. Oh, with
2: Sergio Terry,
1: that's good shit, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. You got. You got. You got. Saturday Night Live. They did a, a Joe Biden uncomfortable touch routine. Oh <laughs> god. Oh, you got to go look that up. Yeah, I have to check
3: that out later.
1: That's so. I'm um, so.
2: Can we talk about how happy I am that Biden memes are back? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. All this, all this, like Biden being inappropriate. It's it's ruining the chances of a Biden Trump Sanders debate. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm it's not of half because half of that.
2: the Democrat and they always like, put fucking Chris no, and no, no. The, in the convention.
1: No, no, no. The 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 leader of the Me Too movement has come out. Um, calling Biden a creep and, and said that his his, apo- his apology was dis- was uh, disingenuous and all the other stuff. Well, yeah, his apology you know what wasn't even an apology. Was,
2: you know, if, if the left is, you know, if like the, you know, some of the left leadership, if that's what you want to call it, is turning against True. him, I would love to see him get the Democratic nomination. <laughs> and then they have to fucking him, they have to vote him cry. for him to toe the party line. Yeah, you know, because that's what Democrats do
3: they're gonna and have no choice and they're not gonna
2: do that that or, it to yeah you. they're not gonna <laughs>
1: like it <That's> gonna <laughs> he, be better, like, he better he better do he better stay ahead of, of the head of the game and and I hope he gets the nominee and then we can see him and Trump and Sanders on the stage oh my god that is not a perfect setup for three students yeah. memes
3: oh my god Holy the number of memes.
1: The memeocracy I'm, will feast
2: on it for years. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm honestly Are thinking that, like, they're all these people—they're I mean. like floating all these people out here, and then they're taking them down like one by one, and then they're gonna probably bring in somebody like Michelle Obama or Hillary again. See, I think well,
2: they're, they're like, they're, they're, like still, they're like pushing people through the public opinion sieve and seeing yeah, what shit yeah. sticks to and
1: the wall still, on the other exactly. side. There's still yeah. Beto. Beto is the the youngster. Yeah. He's, he's um, the 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 charismatic Beta
4: O'Rourke. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> How about Yang? <laughs> That guy, I mean, oh,
3: yeah,
0: yes, that guy yeah, doesn't 40, fit the 40. Asian
2: stereotype at all because he fucking sucks at math. I'm just saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> have you seen some of the ridiculous, like, commercials for him now that have already come out where they're no, just... No.
2: God, we haven't had cable in over a decade.
3: <laughs> oh, God, no, I mean, like, on, like, on YouTube and stuff, like, I've, and Facebook, I've seen some of them come across. They're, like, legit, like, that he had put out, but they're, like a Japanese game show commercial. Like what? it makes no sense. Like MXC? Yeah. Please like, tell me it's like MXC. It's like this full-on like like think like like the, the most insane Japanese commercial <laughs> you've ever seen where like there is no follow from like one six second lip to the next and there's like things happening that would never ever make sense in any actual context and like it's just bizarre. Like- so his,
2: his marketing campaign is essentially be as fucking stereotypical as it is humanly possible to be.
4: <clears throat> Pretty much, is that right? No, okay. I, I, I do I do like the fact that he except came out for being and said good at math. Be,
2: I'm just saying
4: it. we should be less involved with um, Israel's affairs. And giving them foreign aid. Well, yeah, because you can't
3: afford foreign aid when you're giving 322 million people a thousand dollars. That
4: is true. That's, that hey, is true.
2: Can we just? Can you just take a thousand dollars less from me every yeah. month? Oh yeah,
4: yeah. That that would be that would be the simple solution.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, not still
4: like we're we're still, next how do we monetary. stimulate the economy? Do yeah. we allow people to keep more of their money, or do we just print more money and give it to them? Right. Hmm. Hey, guys. What's instead already of all this, there?
2: Instead of all this or money we take more of their campaign. money, and then we turn around
4: and yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. What's what's that, Lindsay? Instead
5: of all this money going into campaigning, I've come up with the most brilliant way for us to choose the next president. So you know that Japanese uh, game show where Don't. the, the uh, stairs this, are all the slippery? Stairs. We stick all of the candidates at the bottom and say, the first two – they hit the top and can stay
3: up there. They win. President, vice president, right
1: there. I was reading an article earlier about Trump, uh, about the, the Republicans and Trump, and they were talking about wanting to spend a billion dollars, a billion dollars in 2020 to keep Trump in office, which which would be three times what they spent in 2016. Yeah, when they, when they beat Hillary.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, didn't Hillary? Hillary dropped a billion, I thought, or something like that. I think I think it was like it was
1: like five hundred something. It was, was it? it was a lot of fucking money though, and then yeah, the, it, was, uh, it was a
4: lot. Because I remember the, she, her, latest, her saying something about Trump blowing a billion, or uh, she was like, how, "How can a businessman lose a million dollars or something like that?" And then like it was like a meme, but it, like it was that like her saying that, and then it was her. Like a headline of her saying, like that she like blew like a million, a billion dollars on her campaign and
0: lost. How can you yeah,
2: <laughs> that I say
3: as I simply set fire to a stack of money? <laughs> just
2: flushed it down the fucking toilet. They all do. <laughs>
3: hey man, at this point, I'm pretty much Joker. I'm like, I want to watch this just burn to the ground.
0: Just
2: watch the world burn. Yeah, just all of it, it burn to the ground. Collapseitarian. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there that that movie movie. On like,
0: the horizon with like the that fucking... meme when
2: you're when you're young you want to be Batman and the older you yeah, get the more you yeah. understand Joker and stuff yeah Joker makes a lot more sense
4: mm-hmm. yeah and the uh, the collapse yeah. within the United States might be coming sooner than we think with the food supply being uh, shortened. From the uh, all oh, the flood flu- flu- no all the flooding out in the Midwest the like oh yeah. Um, like... yeah I
2: thought you were setting up oh, a yeah. joke I'm sorry that's my <laughs> like, uh, one
4: one
1: point two million acres of yeah of farmland or something like that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and, 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 and how a lot
4: how of it's been like, covered been with, like, sand news? and silt not not
1: a lot news? not enough
2: yeah
3: well and a lot of it is because they don't they want to alarm people. Well, they haven't even bothered with federal aid for the most part because they don't need to because all the other Midwesterners who didn't get flooded out are sending stuff their way. they just sent um like three hundred and something
1: uh, big flatbed trailers full of hey well, hey yeah the the Dakota's, into there far, yeah farmers and the, the Dakotas and Iowa and whatnot sent sent it down to Nebraska and Kansas, yeah.
4: So yep. crazy, man. Yeah. Because it's yeah. funny how country people
2: do that. They take care of their own. Oh,
1: know? yeah, of course.
2: It's just city people <laughs> that don't fucking get yep. it.
1: Yep. A lot yep. of those people don't eat avocados, too. Just saying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we're about right. to get another like 27 inches.
5: Yeah, of yeah well, 22,
3: of 22 inches of snow is what we're getting Wednesday. That's what they're Holy predicting.
4: shit. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and the, the crazy thing is, is if you think about it, it's all flooded out now and the fucking like none of the snow like runoff from the mountains has even like started yet.
1: No, we're yeah. At, yeah. Our, our this is all yeah. from
2: heavy rains.
1: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, John John uh in the comments he says uh one point five million calves dead. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he said he said it really stinks there. I, bet. <laughs> I would assume, I would assume, I would assume yeah, I can imagine. That's where where my mom's at
3: right now. They're they crested six feet above flood stage. Holy I think six shit. feet above above flood stage, um, and you can walk from like my mom's back door to the Mississippi River in like a minute and a half. Wow. So it's just approaching, and it's like sitting right at their back door. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! That's the scary. Yeah, uh, the, the park that uh, is down there and stuff that, that my siblings go to and everything is completely underwater. That's, uh, yeah.
5: Well, Pedipone Park right across the river from where I work yeah. um, is underwater right now. You can't see it. Yeah, the
3: like the entire island is actually underwater. Yep. Wow. Oh,
1: so, my um, God. Tara says she'd pay money for that. I assume she's talking about Dan's leotard dance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> know, fl- flip it on the dark web, McDouble.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, boy. And then Sarah, Sarah says hi from everybody. Hi. She's she's the one that commented about my wolf last time. Okay. Yeah, I have to show. Look, look. It's uh.
2: No, don't move it. It no. wasn't staring at me the way you just had
0: it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: remember, remember the, old, uh, the old snap bristlets The snap. Yeah, bristlets? you're gonna you're gonna put that's, it back, and it's gonna be it staring at me again, Jason.
0: God damn it.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's looking. Jason's hot. God, God, look.
1: really, really.
4: Hey, it's
1: not. It's just. It says hi. God. Oh. It's very you should, like.
4: You should put like eyes in it that you can move with like a fucking remote control. <laughs> <laughs> next, <laughs> next time, like <laughs> but, so just put little
2: lights, <laughs> just
5: little
4: LEDs in there and
2: turn it on every
5: so
4: often.
5: Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have dogs, Derek, Aren't you? you used to little eyes popping up underneath or by the end of the bed?
2: Not little they're, ones,
1: no. They're not little. Our, no. Our dogs are bigger than our kids. I know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All three of them are the same size as ammo. I know. Uh, no.
2: Well, Olympus is little, they are different sizes. Olympus takes more after the, uh, the bulldog side than the mastiff side. Um, but the other two are definitely. Thanks. Sorry, Kevin was bringing me something I asked for. <laughs> but um, the other two are definitely, they take after the Mastiff side. they big, big boys. Big, yeah, boys. Emma was like 130
1: pounds. So.
2: Yeah, we haven't weighed them in a long time. They've done some growing since
1: then. So, all right. Speaking of kids, let's get started. Mm-hmm. All right. Children, settle down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, wait, does that mean I talk now or do I settle down? You can talk, but I'm adult. not going to look because that right.
2: wolf is staring at me every time you're up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. New Florida bill would create child vaccine database. A new bill in the Florida House of Representatives would create a database of every child and the vaccines they have or have not received. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> We are doing this for your own protection. And, you know, people are are actually
2: the average NPC voter type is actually going to think this is a good fucking idea and they're going to voluntarily put their names in that fucking database.
3: Oh, the number of people when when the the unvaccinated kids or whatever got banned in public spaces. Like, the number of people who were just going,
1: oh, yay! And I'm like, oh, my
3: God, you people are nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's called HB 213 or SHOTS, the State Health Online Tracking System. Filed by Dr. Ralph Masalo from Florida's 34th District in Crystal River, the new bill would require schools, both public and private, to each have students' vaccines on file with this registry. This would mandate even those citing a religious exemption to vaccines to be on file with the system some parents can see why quote i think that information is very important parents tony moore said in today's world where we want to have in today's world where you want to have your own rights you think your child is exempt from a disease that could kill him that is your right what <laughs> people don't what? you keep using that okay. word i do okay. not think it means what yeah, you think? yeah. <laughs> In, in today's world, where you want to have your own rights, you think your child is exempt, is exempt from a disease that could kill them. That is your right. That that does not make sense. No. Right. F, FGC, FGCU professor of justice studies, Pamela Sway, worries where this information might end up
4: and who could have access to it. Oh, so that's like that's like Orwellian, like... Like it's double totally, double speak like we're fucking yeah. say, saying like um your child's autonomy and your authority over yeah, your child yeah, does not yeah. matter in comparison to the state.
1: Yeah, here's this this is the this is the like that <laughs> like, that's bad. And then there's this other kicker. Uh, those who don't want their child's vaccination records on file can opt out. However, according to the bill, their name would still appear on the database regardless.
2: Would be in the database as an opt out, which would automatically
4: yeah, like yeah. it would be like flagged
2: for suspicion.
4: Yeah, yeah. L- literally,
1: like
2: you might as well just the C- slap
4: C- the could go in. Do
1: yeah.
2: people never learn their yeah. fucking lesson? I mean, look, no. even no. shit like Twenty Three and Me, that was a private company, and they're still selling your fucking information to the government. Well, this and a pharmacy yeah. 20,
1: 20, 20, 23 and me argue that they have a moral obligation to yeah, share yeah. your information with the government Yep. Yeah.
2: but you know what no. that's bullshit I think okay the government just what do they just troll the fucking database and see if they come up with any hits that match I mean, do they have to have a subpoena to get information from 23 No, I mean, not, if it's,
1: not if it's given. Not see, if it's, and that's not bullshit
2: because that, that's fucking forfeit. HIPAA information for God's sake.
1: Did the fine print.
5: I was going to yeah. say, probably yeah. in the terms and conditions. Well, the yeah.
3: CDC can pretty much ignore HIPAA.
2: Right. Oh, yeah.
3: Um, not so that I give mean, a fuck oh.
2: about laws like HIPAA or whatever, but this is the game they play by. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you but know, their
4: standards don't apply to them. Right. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's the hypocrisy even, that fucking yeah. kills
3: me. Yeah, even right. their own even their own rules the CDC can just ignore. So something like this now that it's been proposed is probably going to wind up going with the CDC and the CDC's going to go, "Oh yeah, that makes sense cuz if we if we have outbreaks and it's going to become
2: oh. mandatory because it has to do the, you know, with pharmaceutical bottom lines, they're going to know which communities they need to be launching fucking ad campaigns into more frequently. And you know yeah, what I mean? They, like, just,
4: they just shut down a Hasidic Jewish community in uh, Rockland County in New York because they don't vax.
1: Because yeah, there, was that, a measle,
4: there was a measles outbreak. So they like fucking yeah, that quarantined was, them essentially.
1: That, w- that was the one where, where the, the city ordered
4: yeah, um, yep.
1: essentially, essentially like like kids that aren't vaccinated can't come to these public places. Yeah. Gee, yeah you, you know that was, that was actually shot down uh, yesterday, or Friday. Um, a, was a, it? Court, a court overturned it, yeah. The court ruled it was, they couldn't do it. Gosh,
3: you know, and once they have this, this wonderful database, if there's this big outbreak, then it would technically be an emergency, and then the federal emergency management would have to come in and then start quarantining people, which they would yeah, exactly. do based on this Thing, and then maybe they would do it based on geographical regions, and then just to be sure that everybody's safe, maybe they would leave them in all of these FEMA camps, and you see where this
4: is going. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, and I'll... not only that, but you could figure out who the dissidents are by who doesn't vex. Yeah. That's, that's that's do and going, you, and right. how do
2: you, how do they catch people? That's the yeah. most well, important that's, thing that's to me, thing. you have to start carrying your fucking papers. <laughs> Everybody maybe. will be under be. suspicion. No, that, that's, 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 the,
1: that's the thing that really yeah. worries me about things like yeah. this. Is they can look up and see who isn't cooperating with the government's policies. Right. Exactly. And then they can go, oh, well, child abuse. We're taking your kids.
4: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Oh,
1: look, we have your kids. You can't see it. You can't see a judge for a few days. I oh, feel like I've kids. read a we're book going to check that had a lot great. of these
2: concepts in it. Do you guys, can you guys think of, like, what's the title of that book I'm trying to think uh, of? If-
5: if, if, if
1: 1984, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly, and
5: yeah. Harrison Bergeron
3: had a baby, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah, well, and that and that baby was ultimately going to have a have its grandbaby, which is Agenda 21. and
2: yeah. uh,
1: yeah. if, if, if that grandbaby had alcohol fetal syndrome,
2: no, I feel yeah. like well, agenda, see this- agenda 21 is like the grandparent of that baby because that's how all this, you know, that's. No, well, novel, like...
3: Novel-wise, because Agenda 21 is a Glenn uh, Glenn Beck wrote a book called right. Agenda 21 that's about Agenda. Oh, 20. you
2: were talking about the so, book itself,
3: right? Okay. If it's you on if 1984, yeah. and yeah, yeah,
4: okay,
3: and then that baby would be Agenda 21. Like,
4: gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there's also Agenda 2030, which is like yeah, the updated version. Tw- yeah, that's
1: the updated one, and it's it's scary. It's really scary. Yeah,
4: it calls for, like, pretty much, like, uh, militarized police on the streets of, like, every city.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's
4: crazy there's, shit you know, if you, if you look into that, it.
2: There's a reason high school kids don't read Fahrenheit 451 anymore. Oh, yeah, there's totally. a reason they don't read 1984. They don't read Brave New World. And they don't read, you know. Because um,
4: they allow people like us to read it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly learn their lesson. they learn their lesson with us. Yeah. can you yeah. Imagine, yeah?
4: can you imagine in today's
3: schools trying to get 1984 or trying to get fahrenheit 451 on a curriculum can you even begin to
4: like because they're, they're trying they're trying to remove to kill a mockingbird like would yeah. have like, they're They've no, to like, by like, like, 1984 is nonfiction. Oh, I
2: saw that. They're trying to remove to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, racism. And, yeah, the racist. Yeah, yeah. and the state, yeah. I'm like, the state of racism is the whole fucking yeah, exactly. central exactly, point dude. of the plot <laughs> of that movie, of that yeah.
4: show,
1: or Brett, uh, Brett says we would be wise to begin having undocumented children. Absolutely. Yes. And John says you guys start talking about vaccines, and the show started buffering really bad for him. Oh, uh, of course. Oh. What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Insert shock face here.
2: Fuck you, NSA guy.
1: We haven't, we haven't put
2: out a message to our NSA guy recently, have we? Yeah.
1: No. It's no, been we a
2: haven't. couple of shows. Yeah, it's been a while. Good fuck but yourself. Fuck you, me. NSA guy. <laughs> so I finished my late uh, Russian. No more licking the <laughs> bottle for our viewers. Uh.
0: There goes our
2: oh no, that was in pre-show. <laughs> oh, they didn't see that. You guys, you guys missed
4: the Pre-show point. pre show was wild.
1: Right, and then <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, a dad arrested for breaking traffic laws and rushing daughter to the hospital. The nurses bonded him out. Yep. So, yep. a group of nurses reportedly bonded a local father out of jail after he was arrested <laughs> for several traffic violations while driving his daughter to the hospital. Darius police said a group of nurses bonded him out of jail after he was arrested for breaking traffic laws while rushing his one-year-old daughter to the hospital. Now,
2: here's the thing that kills me. Wait just one second, Jason. The thing that kills me is the story primarily is about the nurses bonding him out of jail. The headlines about it, everything. Yeah. Why is the media not making the story about the dad who was arrested for rushing his daughter to the emergency room?
3: Well, yeah, exactly. Once the
2: cops saw him, they followed him because the media is the emergency room, right? I know, but they followed (laughs) him into the parking lot of the emergency room, and they fucking arrested him. So they knew Mm -hmm. by that point why he had been breaking traffic laws. They knew, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm sure he told them my daughter's choking on a penny; she needs, you know, emergency medical help. They knew. by that but it was point. totally and he's unsafe. Still fucking arrested him.
4: But it was totally unsafe. But it was totally was oh, safe for them to did. chase after him. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> but
2: they all arrived there alive, not a fucking scratch. Yeah. He won't, yeah exactly.
1: That's, that's still exactly. Unsafe. The, the yeah, thing yeah, is, that, is that he, he didn't have the the, the medical state paper. No, of he, he admitted he does not have a valid driver's but license. Not a gang and member. Said, and he said he was speeding on the way to the hospital on Thursday, but said he did it because his one-year-old daughter was choking on a penny.
2: Yeah. What quote, do you expect the, a parent to do? I don't yeah, have a quote, fucking driver's license. I don't give a shit. My kid needs to get
1: yeah, to the quote, hospital the, now. The first, yeah. thing, the first thing on my mind was to get into the hospital, Hinkley said. Uh, Hinkley said by the time he arrived at the hospital, more than a handful of police officers were <laughs> were behind him. Agency was taken into custody once he arrived at the hospital. The one-year-old's mother said she arrived at the jail when a woman she didn't recognize uh, was there to bond Hinckley out, that's when she learned that a group of nurses chipped in money to bond the father out. I can't thank them enough, Hinkley yeah. said.
2: So, so the cop, But the cops didn't know when they started chasing him. They didn't know that he didn't have a driver's license. Yeah.
1: They were—they don't, they don't
2: know who's driving. He's pass. Right. But, so they he saw did. him pull into yeah. the ER. They saw him take his daughter in.
1: And then they arrested and- him.
2: They still investigated enough to find out that he didn't have a driver's license. Like, why uh-huh. wouldn't they just, oh, this guy was rushing his kid to the hospital? All right, yep. moving on, fellas, and go somewhere else
1: and like stop yeah. an actual yeah, he didn't, fucking crime. Yeah, he didn't he didn't hit anybody. He didn't, you know, crash anybody, yeah. he didn't kill anybody. He didn't I understand anybody.
3: That how that's physically possible if he didn't have a driver's license. Clearly, he yeah. can't possibly drive.
4: Right. I don't even understand how the car started (laughs) it's a mystery yeah
3: man that is amazing
2: and if he doesn't have a driver's license obviously he's never had one and doesn't actually know how to drive no of course not because he never had one so I mean like people's licenses get suspended all the fucking time that doesn't mean they don't know how to drive somebody's (laughs) fucking rushing their kid to the hospital who fucking yeah, cares? The, as long as they didn't the hurt last, anybody on their way there. The last
4: of your concerns is like, oh, I don't have a license, so I should probably r- run her there like while carrying her. You yeah. know what I like, mean? Let me like, just like, stop I'm her in this backpack and hang her thousands off my dollars. back.
1: And- yeah, yeah, here, here, here kid. Hang, here, choking kid. Hang on to the handlebars.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. I'll put them in the I back of ET like, and ride a- my bicycle. It's like parental instinct. That's just like your fucking like your first any, mode of operation of is just to like fucking you know you're just thinking about getting your kid there alive. You know any, what
1: I mean? Any one of those cops would have done the exact same thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Would
4: love, I would love
3: to hear anybody trying to defend any of these cops as just trying to make people safer and protect people when literally this guy was trying to save a life and yeah, so yeah. they arrested him.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and and I'm gonna. I I'm not. I have nothing to do with this company, but I want to plug one of the things that's in my in the war room. You guys know the war room wow. here at our house, our our prepper room that we have down in the basement. Um, <laughs> but this this brings up this this item. It's called the life. Stop vaping, Andrew, you faggot! I'm trying to talk. I can't. <laughs> when you isn't working. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Get me off. Anyways, it's called the life back. And if you're interested, you should, you should check it out. It's something you should have in every medical kit. Every medicine cabinet should have one. And it's, it's like a face mask that will literally suck out. It's, it's a mechanical use. It's, not, it's nothing electric. So it's totally mechanical. And it has a special seal. So you press down and then you can suck out um, anything that's obstructing someone's airway. Oh, no, shit. Um, yeah. Nice. And I have one with the child mask and the adult mask in my um, prepper pantry. So just in case anybody was wondering, I mean, I keep that around. It gives me a little bit of peace of mind. Well, yeah.
3: I mean, that's kind of something. If you got kids, like, yeah. you have this really horrible tendency of picking up things. You go, why the hell did it make sense to put that in your mouth? And... They're constantly choking yeah. on shit. Like I, when I was like, I I was like six years old, when I choked on a quarter.
2: Yeah. So if you have kids, learn the Heimlich, learn CPR, and keep a life back in your cabinet.
1: <laughs> uh, Tara says uh, a parent with a kid in the car is safer safer driving than most cops. I would yep. agree. Yeah. And Sarah says it's also extremely classic. Uh, classist because people who have to drive without a license are generally the lower or working class.
2: Right, yeah, and, probably and gotten, something like, tickets, happened
1: tickets that they couldn't afford,
2: and then their license gets suspended. Yeah, exactly. Over it. And, exactly.
3: Then, and, that, yeah. and that's exactly why exactly. instead of going and actually doing something for you know to an actual criminal, they yeah. arrested him because lowest hanging fruit, easiest, safest thing they can exactly. do. Exactly. Yep.
2: Yeah, our, and that low hanging fruit is exactly what it is. Well, and the response
5: according like I'm sure their thought process on it was the response should have been call nine one
2: one. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and sit around and wait for your kid to potentially choke to death
2: Wait for your your the ambulance choking.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What what think yeah.
2: rationally about every option that you possibly Yeah, let's
1: let's let's that. wait, let's wait for the ambulance to get to you from the hospital. Yeah. After the nine one one and all that processing. Yeah. Instead of just driving her to the hospital. Yeah. yeah I mean it's a you. little
2: different for us because we live so rural and there's no hospitals around here. So what our county has is called rescue squads. And they're like the fire and ambulance like volunteer? local. Yeah, a lot of it is local. Some of them are paid, but most of it's most of it's volunteer. Um so it's like ambulances and fire mm-hmm. and the ambulances will come and get you. And they only let, you know, they're only like five minutes away. The hospital's 40 minutes. So it makes sense for us to just call for an ambulance if we need it. Um, Cause the paramedics can get to us faster than we can get to the hospital. Yep. But most people don't put a lot of effort into mapping these things out in their communities no cuz so people run down the government right so something yep. happens and they're just running on instinct they don't already have a plan in place for if something like that were to happen um, and then they make fun of those of us who have a plan in place for fucking everything
3: well yeah and they love to they love to make fun of preppers and they love to pretend that people who oh, are what are, you, what are you scared of yeah, what are you so scared of? Well, fucking nothing, because I'm prepared for it,
4: ass cat. Right, exactly. I don't have to be scared of anything. Same
2: reason carry a
4: And when the fan, they'll James be James the first the ones to your, your place, yeah. like, save me. Yeah, exactly.
3: The moment, that there's, the moment that there's ever any kind of, like, major natural disaster or anything like that, the <laughs> preppers are going, well, I'm glad I was prepared, and everyone's coming to their house going, help me, I was unprepared. Well, you know, what yeah. was it, the ant and the cricket or whatever? the and the grasshopper. Terrible.
2: You know what, y'all motherfuckers,
3: <laughs> y'all motherfuckers never
2: watched Tremors, and it shows. Who, who really saved yep. the
3: day? Do you really need movie? a fifty caliber? Yeah, I that's get, the. Uh,
1: that's, that's that's the ant and the grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. And Reva the McIntyre
2: yep. really saved the day because you know, <laughs> she was a prepper. Her and her husband were preppers in that yep. movie. That's
3: I cool. love that every single gun on that wall in that scene is loaded.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking, yep. fucking elephant gun. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. And they had fucking they, they made explode. they made pipe bombs in their fucking basement to kill the monsters because they were prepared people. Oh. They were fucking prepared.
3: Yeah, okay, anything. I'm crazy for collecting explosives and large-caliber weapons, but when the Graboids show up, then who will be sorry, huh? That's
2: right.
1: <laughs>
4: exactly. I love that movie, man. I watched that movie
2: so many times when I was younger.
1: All right, what what article are we getting to?
2: I don't know.
4: We can do the one on the guy uh, uh, that was doing... um. The vehicle recovery, yeah, vehicle recovery, okay. uh, recovery or
1: whatever. Right. Yeah, Anchorage, yeah, Anchorage man who hunts stolen vehicles agrees to plea deal, barring him from chasing suspects. This this story just yeah, an Anchorage man, facing, an Anchorage man facing a criminal charge over his hobby of finding and recovering stolen vehicles, has reached a plea agreement with the prosecutors. According to the deal reached last week, brings the 19th 19-month month court battle to an end. He says it also takes aim at his crime fighting. Floyd Hall, 54, spends most of his free time searching for stolen vehicles as part of a loosely defined group of vehicle recoverers who call themselves the A-Team. They rely on public I love that. That's ads. fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, they rely on public tips gathered from a network of social media groups. In 2017, Hall's activities put him on the wrong side of the law, when an alleged high-speed chase involving a stolen truck he was pursuing brought him one count of reckless driving. Hall that, but uh, did you die? Yeah. The well, government. Say, <laughs> did you die? On the wrong
3: side of the law. Jesus. He was on the right side of everything. The law is on the wrong, the
2: wrong
1: side. side. Yeah. Right. Yeah, rather than accept the misdemeanor charge, Hall, who said he who said he was following and not chasing the truck waged battle in the court for 19 months before reluctantly agreeing to a plea deal on Tuesday. Quote, I think people have the right to maintain a safe and civil society, said Hall's pro bono attorney Joshua Fink. That's an unfortunate name for a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I called
2: Slinky a Fink today. That's I
1: Uh, I think people have a right to maintain a safe and civil society, said Hall's pro bono attorney Joshua Fink. Quote, police, police don't have the exclusive right to that. With the reckless driving charge downgraded to one count of reckless endangerment, Hall's final penalty should sh- uh, shakes out to 30 days in jail with 30 days suspended with, in practice, which means no jail time at all, and a $1,000 fine with $500 suspended. That means if he commits another jailable offense, he'll be up to 500 the seasonally employed snowplow driver will have three years to pay the fine. The seasonally ingredients-
2: employed snowplow driver. That's just awesome. Did anybody else watch what was that new Liam Neeson movie where he was a seasonally employed snowplow driver? That's the picture that I get in my mind. Of
3: this
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah.
3: down like, now on criminals who steal vehicles. So, yeah. I don't know who you are and I don't know what you want, but what I have is a very particular set of skills. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a caveat though (laughs) He has to stop chasing stolen vehicles The wording of the agreement is key Said Fink Originally the prosecutor Stop
2: emphasizing his name
1: At least he's a pro bono Fink (laughs) He's a free Fink He's a free free Fink (laughs) originally originally, prosecutors requested that that hall not be allowed to quote chase follow or otherwise pursue suspected stolen vehicles during his three-year probation but when fink rejected the offer prosecutors scaled it back down to just chasing the difference fink said is quote the high rate of speed the plea deal isn't likely to have much of an impact on the A-team's activities since most of their recovery operations don't require them to follow, much less chase a stolen vehicle, Hall said. Right. Still, Hall is keenly aware of the scrutiny the plea deal places him under, even if he has no intention of, chasing his cr- or of ceasing his crime-fighting efforts. <laughs> Quote, a burning off my shoulders in a way, but three years I sort of have to dot my I's and cross my T's.
2: So this guy's like a blend of Liam Neeson and Kick Ass.
1: Yeah, one more. One That's two. fucking awesome. The way Hall tells it, the way Hall tells it, he was quote bowling into accepting the plea agreement. Not agreeing to the deal would have meant an additional two counts of reckless statement added to the existing reckless driving charges, attorney said.
3: That's exactly what they do too. It's the shotgun yeah. legality They they keep yep. throwing things at you until they intimidate you enough that you give up.
2: Yeah, or oh, they I wait you wait out. You they out. fucking they leverage, you know, the fact that you can't live your life suspended forever and they fucking wait you out and they keep continuing oh, yeah. and
3: continuing. That's what they that's what they did to get my plea deal was they they made me sit there for eighteen months waiting. That's what they did to Jeremy
5: anything. too.
3: Yeah, and they just left it sitting and like no one's going to hire you and and you obviously lost your job because you went to jail for a while. So no one's going to hire you if you you have this possibility of going to jail again and everything and like 18 months. I don't care how much savings you have. The average person is either going to be able to afford a lawyer that's going to get them out of that or if they can't afford it then they're just fucked at that point they're going to have to give up and they're going to have to give in and that's what they know is they can take forever like it's the yeah. injustice system for a reason.
1: yeah uh, captain sean case the commander of the patrol division for the anchorage police department said that while agencies appreciate the information from the public uh information from the public and regularly partners with community watch groups it draws a line when citizens might harm themselves "Quote: You don't know uh, a suspect's criminal history. You don't know how violent they are. You don't know if they're armed. While officers don't so go, I'll out-
2: be armed. I mean, yeah.
1: shit, Quit I'll, yeah. me. Uh, I'll I mean- be armed and I'll wear body armor. Problem solved. Like, yeah. I believe Alaska is a constitutional carry state. Also, um, while officers yeah. don't go out for individual stolen vehicles, they do run vehicle information through a statewide database uh, while they are doing patrols, which means they have license plate cameras." Yeah. So, yeah. So, they, they, they essentially arrested this guy because he was.
2: Because he didn't have a special fucking badge and a special <sighs> fucking yeah, they, costume.
1: They arrested
3: him. That was their excuse. But what they arrested him for is because he was doing their job better than <clears>
2: that. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yep.
0: We're I was just going to say that.
2: Of- we're heroes because of what we do, but it's illegal for you to do what we do. We're the only ones who are allowed to be heroes.
4: Yeah, but we won't even yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you Stop fucking making part. us look bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. and then they're like,
2: oh, if somebody steals your car, call a
4: crackhead. Yeah. Um, yeah. A
2: okay,
4: crackhead has a financial incentive. <laughs> financial incentive. <laughs> I tried to call the crackhead, crackhead, but he wouldn't give it back. That's who fucking stole it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking crackhead a couple a couple of beers and this guy will come find it for you.
2: Her for real, real dude. Crackhead.
4: Sure as sure. shit. Like, like, cops say that they, like, you know, shoot people out of fucking fear of their life, but this dude's fucking not even a trained police officer guy, or whatever, guy, and he's fucking way just, more fucking, fucking just, brave than they are. The guy just looks like he's like he'd be really fucking... Oh, yeah, he looks gruff, dude. Right? It's like, it's yeah. like, it's,
1: he looks like Dan in 20 years. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like good. Dan
4: With less, less gray hair.
2: He looks like Dan in the Slayer meme.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like... the gayer. <laughs> G- gayer. Gayer.
2: Gayer. Dude, what? that had so many layers.
4: <laughs> that meme, that meme
2: took me forever because it had so many a, fucking what layers.
4: What app did, do, did you use to make it?
2: Oh, like three different fucking apps. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has, a, he, has
1: a, he has a giant cock on his shirt, too, by the way. Uh, nice. Has, <laughs> has, it's a rooster. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Well, I mean, when you, well, you know at that that a a the cock. hockey. <laughs> I mean, he's chasing fucking criminals around doing vigilante justice. He's yeah,
3: I'm pretty sure you're allowed to have <laughs> a giant cock. Yeah, literally that Literally that.
0: Man. <laughs> right. literally that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I
3: mean, you see that fucking beard? That's not a beard you fuck with. Look at that no. dude.
4: <laughs> nah, dude. He doesn't the, only way deep that, deep that the only way that beard
2: could be more badass <laughs> is if it were red.
4: Right, Andrew. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> also occasionally, somewhat gray and white places, black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got a little white in it too. I'll admit it. But.
2: Dude, I, uh, Kevin did should, Kevin did a beard growing contest at work once, and the only yeah. award that he won was Captain Rainbow Beard because he has all
1: <laughs> these different colors. And stuff yeah, I'm like, he's got he's got the the, the cool leather jacket and the beard. Yeah, right. And the 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 old man eyes is just he,
3: yeah he's got the eyes of a man who like starts telling a story and then goes, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this no more. And,
2: <laughs> is right, that Jack in a Though like,
1: I've seen some shit. Say,
4: Let's just put it that
1: way. Yeah, like, that, that's my, like, <laughs> I would buy that guy a beer just to, just to hear him talk. Yeah, right?
3: yeah. he's he's probably yeah. got the uh, oh what's his name the the guy from who's the the cowboy in Big Lebowski uh, in the bowling alley. Um,
4: Oh yeah, yeah. I what know is what his name?
3: name? Oh, oh. but he—he's got that kind of voice. I can almost guarantee yeah. it. You just look like it exactly. John Candy, John Candy voice,
2: or um, no. What? what no. Is John Goodman. John Goodman.
3: No, Sam.
2: Uh, oh, oh,
1: that guy.
3: Oh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. He does. He does a lot of. He. I think he does like Ford commercials or Chevy commercials or something. Now.
1: What about Sam Elliott?
3: Sam Elliott. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 that's the kind of voice that dude looks like he has. Like you look at him, and he's just gonna, (laughs) he's just gonna be like ghostly, like
4: like like gravel. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Like like I said, he doesn't even need to be armed. Like he can just glare. (laughs) You don't want to do that, son. And everyone's gonna be like, "I'm sorry." I love
2: (laughs) and like 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 Ghost Rider. He was so good in the Ghost Rider movies.
3: Mm. Yeah, as the the former Ghost Rider. Yeah. The one got
1: away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was
1: good. Oh. All right. What
2: What do we got next?
1: I don't know. Um. Let's see. Oh, let's <laughs> go to Let's go to a
4: Deerica's article because she loves this article. Yeah. But wait, before we move on, I'd just like to say that that's probably how justice would get dealt out in a in a free society. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. would be employed oh, employed to do like really. uh you know, like like bounty hunter work like that. Kind uh-huh. of,
2: Shit. And they'd probably be paid by your fucking insurance.
4: By the insurance
3: companies, yeah. They would probably be actually most likely part of the insurance companies. The insurance companies would have property recovery units that were there to yeah, yeah. get it back. Right. Because if they can get it back to you, they don't have to pay you for it. And if they right. don't, and, and they have to pay you and then eventually recover it, well, now they get to just turn around and sell that and make the money back. So, Right. Yeah.
1: Hey, 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 it's you guys. It's almost in their best interest. We ha- we have an actual troll in the comments. Nice, yeah, Rawl Rawl Gunter, and he says, "I think Trump is Jesus," and then he says, "See his commitment, religious attitude, patriotism. Trump really made me cry out. Uh, even he's a f- even he's a feminist, true feminist. He got a plan for the women's. So hallelujah." <laughs> is that women's
2: with a Y?
4: I hope so. No,
2: if it's, if it's a- uh,
1: no, nope.
4: yeah. i really hoping. I'm so you know,
2: uh, I, you know, and what I'm thinking the whole time you're reading that is, you're saying all this like it's a good thing.
1: And then it's a question mark. Right <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling a all, truth. All I can see right, see right now is, in he, my he head. Gave me, he gave hey, me a bad face.
4: A hey, bad Mike, face. Oh, Mike. Mike Pompeo <laughs> did say that. Uh, <coughs> what Trump was going to like save Israel or something like that.
2: No. Did he miss, like, did this commenter miss the name of the podcast?
3: I feel, honestly, right now, I feel, I, I, I keep seeing uh, Zoidberg in my head with the,
1: in fact, I'm a gay but Christian, and he says Jesus was gay like me. A gay butt. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: A gay, a gay butt Christian. I didn't know they were butt Christians.
1: So he's he's a bottom, is what he's saying. That's, yeah.
2: <laughs> <I'll hear that.
3: laughs> more, more information only. that I needed, but
1: more power to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. It's
1: I'm, not I'm my done. place
2: to judge. As long as you're not hurting anybody, well, you don't give a fuck.
1: Yep. As long as you're not from Duke University. Yeah. <laughs> Duke University to Here pay a hundred and twelve point five million dollars settlement for faked research.
2: I love this fucking story.
1: Oh, you guys are fucking story.
2: Love- <laughs> okay. Okay. Right Duke. Okay. Right. This Ga- story gave me ideas. All right.
1: Gay Gayaluya. Yeah. All right. I, I just I had to talk. <laughs> Uh, Duke University agreed to a deal <laughs> Monday that required them to repay the federal government $112.5 million to settle claims of falsified scientific research at the taxpayer's expense. The prestigious private... St- <coughs> <laughs> Don't die.
3: It's a government conspiracy. He starts talking about it immediately. Uh, yeah. The
0: prestigious...
2: Chemtrails st- made Jason cough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, there you that, go that, That's what I get for using a plastic straw
4: <laughs> uh, the prestigious- 30, 30 he, he finally got cancer From the window noise
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: He's inhaled too many
1: cow farts that that's, that's your what brain. <laughs> uh, The prestigious private school in Durham, North Carolina Said it will take an additional steps On quote research integrity and says it is all and says it's already has implemented more monitoring of research in the wake of the scandal, which involved a health researcher and her supervisors. <sighs> uh,
2: so it, she, wh- was, she was falsifying information on Grant that's that's the applications. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, a whistleblower okay. said Duke falsified research on nearly 200 million dollars worth of grants and he will collect nearly $34 million for his role in uncovering the fraud. Which That's my favorite
2: part of this article. <laughs> yeah, right $34 there. million. Dollars I'm from, in the wrong fucking business. Yeah, which, I got to get into one of these fucking university laboratories and start yeah. blowing the whistle.
1: Uh, prosecutors said span from 2006 to 2018 and involved money from the National Institute of Health and, and the Environmental Protection Agency. The chief what researcher... Is- yeah, the chief researcher at the center of the scandal, Erin Potts Kant, uh, had more than a dozen papers stemming from her work on mice retracted. Prosecutors said the, the school's higher ups knew about her fraudulent research, but allowed it to continue. The school has continued. her name, her
2: last name is Kant.
1: Yeah, see, yeah. that's the problem is her last name was <laughs> <laughs> it's hyphenated, it's, hyphened, hyphened. it's Pots, a or a Potts hyphen
2: can't.
1: Yeah, the school contended uh, it didn't learn until later. Quote, individuals and institutions that receive research funding from the federal government must be scrupulous in conducting research for the common good and rigorous in rooting out fraud, said Matthew G.T. Martin, the U.S. attorney for the Middle District, North Carolina. Quote, may this serve as a lesson that the use of false or fabricated data in grant applications or reports is completely unacceptable. When How about go- you
2: start looking at false and fabricated information in the Buc- <laughs> in your precinct? I'm just saying. It would be a little hypocritical if you didn't. Yeah. Um,
1: let's see. Uh, <laughs> the whistleblower, former Duke employee Joseph Thomas, will get $33.75 million from the settlement, the federal government said. Duke oh. is dealing with a different research scandal dating back more than a decade. Uh, the Associated Press reported Duke medical professor Anil Poti engaged in misconduct while researching treatment uh, in human cancer patients. Miss Poti's studies were published in top medical journals, including the New England Journal of Medicine and Lancet Oncology, between 2006 2009. So yeah. let's,
2: put on, let's put on the tinfoil hats for a second. Yeah. I just read a lot of studies. I posted them on my Facebook page all i said was this is interesting but i need to go back and find it but somebody put together a whole post with studies Mm -hmm. that childhood illnesses that we vaccinate for now some of them protect against certain cancers and so now we have under these government grants falsified research about cancers and things like so what you gotta this is like this is rabbit hole. Tinfoil, oh, it's, hat it's, territory, it's settled but... science,
1: it's settled science, Jerica. The
4: you were saying that some some of the vaccines cause cancers? Are you are saying? No. Oh well, no, in, I'm saying that roundabout way.
2: That, well, yeah, in a roundabout way, but there's studies that these childhood illnesses, like measles and mumps and things like that, yeah. actually mm-hmm. do things to your immune system and your body that protect it against certain cancers in the future
3: if you survive the illnesses in the first place (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, well most
2: Mm -hmm. of them aren't deadly not in today's at least in first world countries well i mean
4: some of them so like polio for instance can still kill you um the thing with the the polio vaccine though is that they were given that if you look it up it's not even the same
2: vaccine
4: it was called well they they there was a simian virus that was in the um i think it was like the original polio vaccine or whatever and they were giving it to people, and it gave like a, I think almost a million people like cancer because of it. Well, I mean, you, Jonas talk wasn't Jesus, so yeah, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Was called, like, it was called SB forty if anybody wants to look it up. I'm just saying
2: that that there's you know, you know, if you really want to put the the hat on, there's. Oh. This is a rabbit hole you could fall down oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and never reach the bottom of. <laughs> Based
3: on those sirens, Derek, I think maybe you should watch what you're saying. Uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that's just we just live by one of the main like roads through our little rural county. So every time the cops need to go anywhere, they're driving
1: down our road. But yeah, um like as as Jericho said about the the rabbit hole thing, like this puts like if, if if I mean this was from like 2006 to 2018, right? So it's like 12 years of medical research. That has to be yeah, right? Yeah. And, and if they did this and got caught, who's to say others didn't get caught? Exactly. Right? So now exactly. every, so Yeah, so now Who, everybody... Who's to
4: say they didn't lie about global warming, vaccines, fucking You name it. You name it.
2: Who's just saying that they I read, weren't falsifying this research at the government's behest? Yeah, exactly. But when the whistleblower threw the whistle you blew the whistle, mm-hmm. you know, the government had to fucking have like plausible
4: deniability.
1: The government the government is not going to give a grant to somebody that continually proves the government wrong. Yeah, exactly. Right.
4: Right? So or, Man, or that, that continually proves things that the government doesn't like. Well, they it, yeah. they give them like okay. a final outcome of what what's desired and then they're like all right make it you know so that it fits uh-huh. this narrative essentially or even if it's
2: well, even if it's not like intently directed by the government how many researchers kind of know that the government only gives grants to people whose research mm-hmm. promotes their agendas yeah exactly and so remember, people fudge the research to get the grant yeah well you you
1: remember a, a few months ago we did that mm-hmm. article about the uh, the guy at the the University of Portland or whatever it was, yeah, that, with the fake that, papers. Uh, uh, he he freaking he copied and pasted mind Kampf. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and changed some words like feminist buzzwords and got it printed and accredited, <laughs> like <laughs>
4: published. It was yeah,
3: just to prove a point. It was, and published. It was yeah, it was published in a peer reviewed journal. And it's yeah, literally that's my like the greatest
4: top. troll of ever, yeah. like all time, dude. It's <laughs> so hard. Yeah, <far>. it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got you to call
1: everything in the question at this point.
3: Well, and yeah. you should anyway, but I mean, keep in mind, right. um, too, that, you know, you're, my question is, why is he getting a bunch of money out of the settlement? Was it because he was denied grants in favor of her?
2: Well, it's there's there's a, a reward structure for people who... It's a whistleblower who, reward. Right, who provide valuable information to, like, the fraud, waste, and abuse, you know, committees and shit like that. Like, hmm. there, um, there's a, a reward structure in place for people to get, like, a percentage of whatever the government recovers. Um supposed to encourage people to report abuses.
4: Yeah, like, or, they report to,
3: like, the GOA and shit. Yeah, yeah, the who, yeah, the the GAO, who's you know directly yeah, yeah, responsible. Right. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, I,
4: that, that that's like that's like the I biggest, love like, that fucking, entire organization I, is the yeah. Biggest I was just going to say
2: oxymoron on the yeah. Board.
4: That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, Government you know. accountability office. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> but, to, laugh, to, <laughs> to, this,
3: yeah. to this point, though, like it, you do, you you have to manipulate your your results because look at the guys. Um, who the the economists who do free economics and super free economics and stuff? They basically cannot get grants anymore yeah. because they because of one study that they did on car seats, where they found that statistically, car seats, despite being legally mandated for kids between one age and another, and I don't remember offhand. You'd you'd have to go and look at the study or get the book and actually read. I know which is horrifying, but it's um, different every state. <laughs> but Yeah. But the, for it, he, the, the two of them make this point that they actually did this massive study on car seats and survivability, and what they actually found is that statistically, once your kid's basically a toddler, um, car seats do literally nothing. Mm-hmm. They, they don't improve survivability. They don't reduce injuries. They do absolutely nothing. And what they found is that the reason for that is because the method of installing them, because they're not integrated to the vehicle, doesn't provide any actual appreciable benefit. And they compared that with built-in car seats that are part of the vehicle, and those do improve survivability. And right. they took that research, and they went to the NTSB, and said, hey, uh, this is pretty alarming. I think maybe we should look at something and we should try and change something. And the head of the NTSB, I shit you not, and it's in the book and it's on their website, um, sent them a letter back that said, uh, and then also published a press release when they went public with it that said, I don't care what their science has to say, I'm here to tell you the car seats work.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, because you got to keep the illusion of safe, illusion of safety alive, kind of like uh, the government. You know, because
3: they're shattering the here. <laughs> they're shattering that illusion, and so now yep. because of that, government won't give them grants to do other research, lest they prove that other laws are useless. Oh yeah,
1: right. yeah. Um, federal law requires the government right, to reward whistleblowers with a percentage of the money that it reco- recovers as a result of their tip. Whistleblowers may receive up to thirty percent of the total monetary recovery as a reward. Right.
2: Um the, this guy is making 34 yeah. million
1: dollars. Yeah, uh, he, like essentially Spurs. essentially 30%. Yeah. Of the of the 112, yeah. So, so I need
3: mean, to a professional whistleblower. Uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: right?
1: No shit.
0: Holy yeah, I, shit. I
2: only have to I only have to strike gold once.
0: Yeah. And, way, and so at it's that point weight. it's like
2: it doesn't,
4: it, doesn't
1: doesn't it your
2: husband doesn't work, work, work for the uh, federal
5: government?
4: <laughs> Change it from the inside. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, I got I got a recruiting email from the US Census the other day and I kind of started laughing. Oh, I saw your message because um yeah i i'm like the you seriously and you look at their requirements and it includes like a a in-depth background check and stuff and i'm like why are you even sending me this email i'm not gonna pass that
1: (laughs) andrew what's the the name of that book that you mentioned
3: uh freakonomics or super it's either in freakonomics or super freakonomics i can't remember which one it's in
1: okay. Sarah asked in the, uh, the comments.
3: Yeah. It's one of those two books. Both of them are definitely worth a read. Um, they're the same guys who also found that a pimp does more economic benefit to a hooker than a real estate agent does to a person selling their house. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it, especially if you're an economics geek like I am, um, you, and I actually, I talked to them once, uh, a number of years ago and, um, they had said like, yeah, we're making economics sexy again. Um, but they're, and they are, they like, you, you, read those books and it really gets you into economics. It's those are actually the books that got me into economics in the first place. Um, yeah. cause starting to analyze stuff like that started to get really, really interesting. Um, but they are Austrian economists. So they're very much human action and, and things based off of that. So all of
2: And stuff- very much not approved by the U.S. government for grants.
3: Oh, yeah, the
2: government's
3: constantly getting pissed at them for figuring out the things that the government, government says sure. are completely wrong.
2: Yeah. No. I'm sure. And proving it. Like, not just saying it, not just talking about philosophy or economic principles, but fucking proving it with data that the government yeah. is wrong
3: yeah yep. hardcore data and that just it blows my mind that you could go and and like they didn't even go because at the time it's not like they're anarchists like don't don't miss they're they're austrian economists but that doesn't mean that they're anarchists yeah. and
2: like, although if you're an austrian economist how are you not a fucking anarchist by
3: now well Is or it? at least i guess they're not openly anarchists
2: Right? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Um, But they, I mean, at the time, they went immediately to the NTSB to go, hey, seriously, this is a problem. Like, we we need to be concerned. It wasn't just, oh, fuck your laws. It was a, what can we do to fix this? And he just disregarded everything that they had to say, all of their research, and was like, nope, they work.
5: Are you serious?
2: (laughs) This is a pretty common theme with politicians, though. AOC, it's more important to be. Morally right than factually correct. Yeah, right?
1: yeah.
2: Or the other fact, morally correct than factually right. Or whatever I just, she said.
1: When when she talks, all I hear is wah 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 wah, and me yeah. wa- me wanting to play with their titties. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: I, I usually hear donkey just. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, the I don't see
2: her as that attractive, but I mean, one, I mean... I'm a woman, and two, if somebody's fucking retarded, it. I can't be ret- attracted to them. I'm sorry. You have to be intelligent. So. Some of us are shallow. Yeah. Well, you mean like half the population, <laughs> the half with dicks? I get it. I <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the only female there in my There is house. something to be said about a ball she gag. That's <laughs>
0: weird. What was that, Lindsay?
5: I said, I'm sorry, Derica, but there is something to be said about a ball gag.
3: True. <laughs> you know, They're real handy. Like I'll, I'll, aren't you an adorable lady? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, I kind of get it. I guess <laughs>
1: this this next one it's um it's a lot like the uh, the the guy that got arrested for driving his daughter to the hospital, to the ER. Um, it'll be the good part. That the, it'll it'll be the, the the happy part. The good part, and then. The reason why they had to do the the other part, and then uh, so we'll get we'll get happy, and then we'll get angry. Okay, oh yay, yeah, my favorite combination. Yeah, Lancaster community <laughs> steps up to help veteran couple with home repairs. Uh, this is a uh, this is Lancaster, Ohio, by the way. Um, Anna Crawford wasn't expecting such an outpouring of support from her community. She spent most of the weekend responding to dozens of phone calls, emails, and visits from people who wanted to help her and her husband, Bill, repair their Lancaster home to keep them from going to jail.
2: Yes. To keep going them- to jail. <sighs> all
1: right. Uh, quote, I wasn't expecting all of this, Anna Crawford said Tuesday. Uh, it's all turned out to be wonderful. This is the part where we start getting angry. All right. The Crawfords received a notice from the city of Lancaster last year that they needed to repaint their 100-year-old home. Anna, 69, and Bill, 74, are Navy retirees living mostly on their military pensions. The couple knew their house needed a lot of work. They lived in a Victorian-era house on North Columbus Street for 35 years. But at their age, Anna Crawford said, if they can't do the work it often doesn't get done because they generally can't afford to pay someone else to do it when the Crawfords didn't get their house painted in the city's 30 day time frame they were charged with first degree misdemeanors, punishable by up to 6 uh, up to 6 months in jail or a $1000 fine
3: Holy shit. Seniors, because their house was
1: the wrong color uh, because or their house wasn't because, there or because yeah, it was peeling because- it was peeling, yeah. Uh, then when Anna gives Crawford, the city the fucking right? Well, then when Anna Crawford accidentally missed her court date on Friday, she was arrested for failing to appear and spent the night in Fairfield County Jail. Wow.
3: Oh, my God. Your your house's paint is really old. It's You're disabled. So they're it's threatening 60, you with 69, jail.
1: 69-year-old. 69 <laughs> Disabled yeah. military veterans,
3: and so they're going to throw you in jail. Yes, and then um, when you forget to show up once to this court that's,
0: date,
5: that's, 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 that's actually that's, that's not even true. I read this article the first round. Mm-hmm. What actually happened is they started because they would show up together. They started scheduling their court dates separately. She went to
1: the wrong one. Yep. Oh my God. That's what that's what is it is, is they showed up together and then the court gave them another another hearing, but gave them separate hearings. And she went, she went to the, She showed up at the wrong one. So she missed hers and showed up at the other one to wow. intentionally
3: fuck them over.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Crawfords have been trying to do as much of their work as they can uh, since then. They decided their new house color would be, quote, Civil War gray. Anna Crawford said, quote, because that's what this whole thing has felt like. (laughs) (laughs) The couple has been taking advantage of the milder weather to scrape off the peeling blue paint. That was until Gina Mantos woke up early on Saturday and saw the dispatch's article about the Crawfords. Gina and her husband, Logan, own turnkey remodeling, which they started with the intention of helping people in need. Quote, I called Logan, I called Logan. I called Logan and said, where are you? You need to go to the Columbus Street right now, said Gina Mantos, who lives in Fairfield County Village. Uh, <laughs> uh, Logan Mantos drove up and down the street until they found the Crawford's house where Anna Crawford opened the door to find Logan offering to do the work for free. She was overwhelmed. Uh, quote, it's just astonishing. Uh, Gina and Logan Mantos said they try to do as many community projects as they can. Every month their company does one free renovation for a family in need. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Really fucking Uh, awesome. Their business isn't the only one helping out. They posted a request on Facebook for other volunteers and donations, asking for everyone to gather at the Fairfield County Grounds on Sunday. More than 100 people showed up. Wow. The projects will be done over three weekends, and Gina Mantos estimated that the materials alone will cost $60,000, much of which which will be donated. This is like Uh,
2: Extreme Makeover Home Edition, but – but and, like it's entirely just the community doing it yeah, now. Instead of
1: paint, ratings. the Crawford House will get new siding, so the couple won't have to worry as much about keep up or upkeep. The local land company, landscaping company, is doing yard work, new windows, door, and a porch, and new windows, doors, and a porch are going in too. Nice. nice. That's very. That That's is awesome. Amazing. Yeah. How do you-
2: now, what do you want to bet that the county's going to send an assessor out?
3: And oh
0: yeah! Start charging them more for,
2: tax yep. because their property
3: value. Yep. Went yep. Completely oh, figure out a way to bone them anyway. Yeah, yeah.
1: One th- one thing will stay the same though. Anna Crawford said the house is still going to be gray.
4: Now, how yes. do you? How do we not like? How as a cop? How do you not feel like a total piece of shit? Like yeah. Like how do you fucking sleep at night?
1: <laughs> like, um definitely. the the fuck the, the judge that ordered her be arrested, uh yeah. the people That's that initially them s- too. sent them, you know, the, the 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 ticket, whatever in the first place. Yeah.
4: Like that complaint, I'm that sure they like the, the is ticket peeling. because of complaints. Fucking Christ people. The pen is <laughs> on their house on their yeah. property. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, like fuck you
1: very much. Yeah,
4: seriously, man. People are such like busybody motherfuckers, man. It's well, just like yeah, mind your own goddamn business. There are people. Our
3: our next door our next door neighbor. Um, he buys and sells uh like tuner cars, right? So like little four bangers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so period, so a bunch of oh,
4: cars. Yeah. Or-
3: well normally he's got them in when he has them on the trailer he's got them in the back of the house yeah. where you can't see them and that's mm-hmm. and that's completely under city ordinance and no one cares and and anyway but so he's down back there the other day he had to park it out front overnight because it was too dark for him to back in so he just parked it out front and one of the other neighbors and I don't I, I don't, still don't know any of our neighbors except for him for the most part and um he's Yeah. And, and one other lady it's on the other side of him. Um, but somebody was on their cell phone outside. And when I went to go and leave in my truck, there was a, uh, local cop parking enforcement writing a ticket for She's him awesome. in front of his own house and he wasn't in anyone's way i know because i'm his next door neighbor and i'm parked out in front of my place right so yeah, right. like and there's no he's not in anyone's way at all he's entirely parked in front of his own property and it's been less than 24 hours that this thing's been sitting there and they write him a ticket
4: for That's having an it yeah it's an I eyesore just, and the, 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 they how, gotta be a, a fucking citizen hero you know Returning somebody in for having their shit parked in front of their own fucking place. How dare the citizens of this?
2: Yeah. How dare the citizens of this city think that they can lead normal lives out in the open where everybody can see it?
3: Well, and the thing is, it's not like the car itself had been taken off of the trailer and was left sitting there in disrepair. It's strapped to the trailer that's still
2: attached to the truck. It's not like it yep. was on center blocks,
3: or anything. Yeah, like. it's still—it's clearly only there temporarily. And you, yeah. really, you freaking busybody piece of shit! You had, yeah. oh, yeah.
1: All right, so
4: I—I I, I I hate I went, sticklers like that, man. I—I
1: I went back to the other article uh, <laughs> because Lindsay mentioned it, but I want to bring it up. Uh, the couple appeared together December eleventh in Fairfield Municipal County Court for their arraignment. Because they went to court together the first time, they figured they would. They figured they would for their pre hearing also, but Anna and Bill didn't realize that. Uh, though they are co-defendants, they were assigned separate court dates moving forward. On February 12th, a week after Anna's assigned court date, Lancaster police arrested her for missing her court date. She had thought she was supposed to be in court later that month, which was actually her husband's court date. Jesus. And the only
3: reason that they, because they're co-defendants, the only reason that they would have scheduled them separately was to try and get them in trouble. Yeah, Yeah. of course. There's no other motivation for it. Because it's the same case, they're co-defendants in the exact same case. There is literally no reason to change that other than trying to screw
1: them over.
4: And they love trying to do shit like that to people. The cop who arrested me
1: said, gosh, I don't want to come get you, said. Than fucking dumb, but he still fucking did.
3: That's what happens when you sacrifice your more personal moral agency to the almighty government, yeah. right? That's yeah. that's exactly what happens. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, and hold. There's just. Anna spent one night in Fairfield County Jail. It's an outcome that her attorney, James Linhan, said should have been avoided. Quote, most people would think there are safeguards in place to make certain that a 69-year-old woman who's living on military pension would not go to jail for failing to paint her house. But this case but this case shows that those safeguards are insufficient.
3: No, it's the, there's no safeguards just because you're old. In fact, they're more likely to print oh. you because, again, you're low-hanging fruit.
1: Lancaster's code enforcement department performed fifty-two hundred total inspections last year. Wow, motherfuckers!
3: Fifty-two hundred, and it's uh, how big is how big is Lancaster? Not that big. Like you uh, can't be that big. Oh, look it up. Because when I hear Lancaster, I think Lancaster, Wisconsin, and that's like fifteen hundred
1: people. I, th- I thought Lancaster, Pennsylvania, <laughs> but.
4: That's what I thought too. Um,
1: <laughs> Lancaster, Ohio is 40,280.
3: 40,000 people, and they did how many? 5,200.
4: 5,200. So, so basically one in eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's an eighth, an eighth of the population.
3: I can't even. I just. Really? You've been. This <laughs> <piece of> shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's one thing if, like, the house is clearly falling apart and you're concerned for people's safety legitimately. Like, oh, you're yeah. about to come in on you or something.
1: They're
4: probably just like, it's an ice.
1: Or- mm-hmm. uh, uh, the census of 2010, there were 38,780 people living in 16,048 households. So, one, so literally, literally, like, one in three. So, it was like a third.
3: Yeah. yeah. Third. 1 in 3 people was victimized by these people
4: in the past <laughs> 12 months. I yeah, mean that makes sense because all 40,000 people wouldn't have their own individual house. Yeah, obviously. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and people people volunteered $60,000 worth of material.
0: That's awesome up, though. To
1: fix up these people's house.
3: Yeah, that's that's yeah. fantastic. I mean that Yeah. How often does that happen? I mean, realistically, it's not like that's something you can rely on. No. Not at all. No. Like, they went no. up above and beyond.
5: Which yeah. you know, one person was pissed off in that town? about that
3: house? <laughs> yeah, there was one. Yeah, just look around and figure out which household didn't show up to volunteer, and that's mm-hmm. probably the person who fucking called. Exactly, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, $60,000 of material and 100 people volunteering. They could get some shit done quick.
2: Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful.
1: Yeah. It is. that's,
4: See, the, that's, that's the, beautiful the, the beautiful side of human humanity. Yeah.
3: Well, and that's how you defeat government long term. That's how you render it irrelevant is you exactly. care about each other. You take oh. care of each other. And you suddenly government doesn't even need to exist. It never has any relevance anymore. And it's yep. just going to um, go
4: away. Well, yeah, Carol Quigley said. There's a quote from Carol Quigley where he said something about um, once the people start taking their own uh, welfare like into their own hands, then the you know it'll render the government and the, the elites useless.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, to, to to paraphrase Ben Stone, he says that uh, uh as long as there demar- as, there, as long as there's a market demand for the state, the state will exist.
4: Yeah, yeah that's true. And, so well, people don't know anything else. That's why. No, it's yeah.
1: it's the it's the the familiar brand, as you said. It's it's Kraft. It's Tide. It's
4: it's yeah. it's Ford. It's there. Johnson
2: and Johnson. It,
4: yeah, it's 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 yeah. what grandma and grandpa used. Yep.
2: Well, not I mean, only that, but it, we're
4: yeah we're we're like marinating yeah. it from birth. Yep. Yep.
3: Well, you're indoctrinated for twelve years if you go to public yeah. school in it.
4: No,
1: so I, I would argue I would argue it's even more than that because your parents were indoctrinated also. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's it's fifteen years. It's it's you know until you move out. It's from the cradle,
2: really. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yep. So
3: wasn't there wasn't there a politician who was saying something about how the state should just raise the children? That like you should sacrifice your like you know give your child to the state. Um, raised that's wasn't that a 21.
1: that's pretty Hillary much Clinton what the fuck said left that left yeah, left, yeah, left. yeah, said yeah. That
2: parents play a secondary role in raising um, yeah that, takes
1: that your, your children your children belong <laughs>
4: belong to society or something like that
1: yeah yeah,
3: yeah which is straight up agenda 21
4: yeah <laughs> well that was the whole that was the whole uh you know motivation behind breaking up the family unit was so that the state could get, get control of the children yes you
2: know? Section eight did more to break up the American family unit than almost anything else.
4: Yeah, well, LBJ's Great Society uh, yeah. Act was what you know it incentivized single motherhood, and then you saw the illegitimacy rates amongst like you know minority communities go through the roof when they actually had like same or higher legitimacy rates than white people did.
2: When they're not exterminating themselves in the womb, yeah, you when know, they're not like exterminating their children.
4: Well, yeah, that's that's when the whole abortion thing came online too, and like you yeah. know, Margaret Sanger was for weeding out the minorities. Yeah, I say, Margaret, literally called you know, them human. That, that was weeds. her goal. Yeah, and
2: it, it wasn't just minorities, of course. She was an elitist as well. Well, yeah, was she was eugenics across people. the board, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But yeah, but no, she said, yeah, she like you know pretty much she was like you know down with the KKK and shit.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, yeah. And she was like, well, the best
3: way to get rid of them is to have get them to just kill themselves and wipe. Yeah, voluntarily. And that way they'll never fight back against it because they're doing it to themselves.
2: Right. And they'll think that it's their right and it makes them empowered.
3: Well, and look at every single one of those things that you saw, it's starting in really in earnest, kind of starting in the early 1900s, and then you saw a resurgence of it in the 60s, and all of this push from all of the progressives and things and the, the elites that is now all coming to fruition. It's all happening exactly the way they wanted it to. Yeah. It's all yep. rolling out exactly the way they wanted it to. And all of those of us who go, hey, this is what's happening. This is exactly what they wanted. You're destroying yourselves. Oh, we're the crazy ones. Yeah. Yep. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. People need to read Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky. Yeah. yeah.
4: The guy was yeah, that's fucking, like the left fucking handbook. insane, but that's their playbook. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He um yeah. he dedicated that uh to Lucifer, as far as I remember. Jesus.
0: Yeah. All right. Since since we're on, <laughs> since
1: we're on kids now, or on the subject of kids now. <laughs> young yes. people on amphetamines for ADHD have twice the psychosis risk compared to, stim- to compared to other stimulants.
2: Look at my shocked face.
1: Yeah, like, like, the first the first thing that popped into my mind when I read that was, like, Adam Lanza and James Holmes and Nicholas Cruz.
4: Yeah. Well, you also have to take into Dylan account Roof. that most of, those, most of those people were also on uh, SSRI um, uh, antidepressant medications, too. Because you can look up, uh, what is it, SSRI uh shooting.com or something like that yeah. and it's a whole fucking database yeah. of all these mass shootings that have taken place that yeah. all the shooters were on that shit. Yeah. Um, and so, I'm sure they were probably on that on that too the ADHD stuff too. The
1: amphetamines, Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. teens teens and young adults with attention with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder ADHD who receive aphetamine such as Adderall Okay, what's my fix. As Such as Adderall for treatment have a higher risk of developing psychosis compared to those who receive methophenidate stimulants such as Ritalin, according to a large, uh, a large new study. Uh, using two national insurance claim database, the officers followed 221,486 teens and young adults ages 13 to 25 with ADHD who were prescribed a stimulant for the first time between the years 2004-2015. Half received amphetamine, such as Adderall; the other received methylphenidate, Finidate, such as Ritalin. Go
2: figure! Fat. You start feeding people essentially meth, yeah. and they start acting like meth heads. Uh, a yeah. yeah. Fucking shocker.
1: Yeah. A but total of yeah. Ritalin
2: still derived
5: of the similar stuff.
1: Oh, Ritalin is is literally like I, the I, chemical makeup is literally uh, on par with like meth. It's, yeah. it's
3: about a single atom different. Problem. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's I about think. it. <laughs> so
0: then
5: what's the difference between Adderall and and Ritalin? Because I feel like it's the same
4: thing. I think it, it's Adderall, very similar, but I think it might be a different chemical makeup. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's the amphetamine part of methamphetamine,
4: essentially.
1: Yeah. Uh, a total of three hundred and forty-three of the teens and young adults who were followed, uh, or one out of every six hundred and sixty young people. Developed an episode of psychosis in the few months after starting on the stimulant. The risk of this is rare, but serious side effect was twice as high, uh, 0.21% or 0.21% for those taking amphetamine compared to 0.1% for those taking the methylphenidate, according to the research published Wednesday in the New England Journal of Medicine. So the kids kids that took Ritalin. Were twice as likely to develop um, psychosis, uh, or the, the kids that took uh, Adderall were twice right. as likely as the kids that took Ritalin.
2: So oh. here's a question: Everybody asso- associates school shooters with white kids. Uh-huh. What is the rate for like like white kids being prescribed these oh, medications way high. Way oh, high. compared to black kids or Latino kids or Asian kids?
4: You know, my niece and and nephew were on it, and I told my sister, I was like, "Get them off of that shit," because she didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? She thought that like it was something like you know because she just trusted the doctor or whatever. And I was like, "Nah, dude."
3: According, according to uh, the uh, To Mayo Clinic, um, which is actually really close to us, um, but according to them, they rate. uh, They have like a an uncommon common or very uncommon uncommon common very common. Like rankings, right? That's
2: how side are effects are ranked. Yeah.
3: Um, they rate well for that's how they rank, rank the the rate of prescription. More than three million cases of prescription uh, for ADHD medications in the U.S. Um, it is rated common to very common for every single age group. Jeez.
4: And for every huh. racial group or is there a but you gotta difference? figure that if, if you know, obviously if white people are the majority, they're gonna be c- getting prescribed sure. more. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, even but, if it is and, even if it is the same across the board.
2: But then also you you wonder, I mean, there's there's always the statistics about about socioeconomic like school districts. And oh the yeah, well that plays a role too. Right. And so and, and certain school districts in like maybe wealthier neighborhoods. Expect more from the kids, mm-hmm. and that behavior is more disruptive in class. So they're more likely to drug these kids um, to keep them. Oh from yeah, the trust fund the kids
4: whole... are always fucking getting fucked up on Adderall, dude. In like college and shit too. Yeah, oh, like they're all high on that shit. Yeah, they're so papers and shit. Like three. Speaking of
3: papers, <laughs> uh, looking at a peer reviewed journal paper. It's called uh, "Racial and Ethnic Disparities in ADHD Diagnosis and Treatment." by Tumiani Coker, MD, MBA, and Mark and Elliot, PhD, and Mark Schuster, MD and PhD. Um, They studied 4,297 children and parents over three waves, fifth, seventh, and 10th grade. Um, They said across all waves, African-American and Latino children compared with white children had lower odds of having an ADHD diagnosis and of taking ADHD medication. And that is controlling for socio-demographic uh, ADHD symptom and other, uh, potential comorbid mental health
2: symptoms. Huh. So, so why so, kids are being prescribed this shit more than other kids are?
3: Yep. Yes. Um, let's see. Rate. The rate diagnosis is also going up significantly from 7.8% in 2003 to 11% in
4: 2011. Because so they changed it was, the
2: diagnostic yeah. criteria.
4: Right. Well, not only that, but I'm sure that it, you know, it obviously benefits the pharmaceutical companies if they have more customers. The
2: schools get more federal funding for every kid. Oh, dude,
4: dude, yeah. My Who sister, is... when I told my sister about the whole thing about getting the kids off of that shit, she went into a in, into a meeting with the uh, people in the school, and she was like, "How many of the kids are in the school? Are you prescribing this stuff to?" And they were yeah. all just like, they were mum about it, dude. Like, wouldn't say a thing. They just like, she said they all got like pale. Jeez. And yeah, she was well, like, yeah, at that point she's like I and they tell. Get, it was like kind of an agenda. Like you they know. get extra and I was like, federal oh, yeah.
2: funding for every special needs or IEP student yeah. that they have in the school.
3: Yeah. Well in there um and this paper actually <laughs> About um, it's said that they've previously always just assumed that it or it was just assumed in most papers that that disparity was the result of underdiagnosis of African American Latino children. However, they said, "quote In light of the increasing prevalence, uh, researchers have recognized that overdiagnosis or overtreatment of white children is a possible alternative explanation for the disparity, although <laughs> many studies have examined which explanation is most likely." Yeah. <laughs> Never even bothered to look into it at all and ask the question: Are we doing this to too much?
1: Right. Uh, since 1998, in the last 20 years, the pharmaceutical and health products industry has spent four trillion, or four four billion, sixty five million on lobbying. Oh yeah, of course. Un- yeah. Unregistered, unregistered lobbying. Yeah, but right. You know, you know they're sliding shit under the table,
3: and that's that's not factoring in the you know the trips to go skiing on a glacier with Swedish supermodels and shit yeah. that they hand out to senators who are you know inclined to be friendly yeah. to them.
0: Uh,
4: and that, that's not that's not accounting like the insider trading that they're allowed to do. Yeah, that, is, and people, yeah, to that is in Congress, people. Yeah, that is you that know. is
1: almost as much, almost <laughs> as much as the next two highest spenders combined, which are insurance at two point seven seven and. Uh, electric utilities at 2.41. Huh. Yeah.
4: Now think about this, right? They're feeding all these kids, these pills, right? Between the, you know, um, antidepressants and the fucking, these meds that are giving kids psychosis and then they feed them through the fucking indoctrination pipeline in the fucking college. And then these kids are, heads are getting pumped full of this cultural Marxist shit and they're going fucking nuts. Yeah. Because it's all like subjective reality shit where you can define your own fucking reality and you get to choose. And their reality's you be already
2: and... been fucked up for years. Yeah. So comforting yeah. To yeah. yeah. And crazy, anybody dude. like you ever noticed that the school <laughs> shooters are all like exclusively boys, and boys yeah. are at least twice as likely to be diagnosed with ADHD and medicated as girls are.
3: Yeah, well, and, that, and, and re, just glancing through that study really, really fast, too. It also, like, and I think that might be the only study I've ever actually seen that even bothers to ask any questions on those rates or anything. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And they kind of point that out in the study. They're like, no one seems to have ever actually asked this question yeah. before. Uh, right. yeah. <laughs> having,
4: How odd.
1: <laughs> having had twins myself, a boy and a girl, uh, my daughter matured a lot faster than my son did.
2: And boys,
1: yeah,
4: that's you know? normal. Yeah. It's very but normal. You also, to, you also have to take into account that a, a female's brain is different than a male's brain in the sense that the blood-brain barrier when it comes to, like, medication and things like that, um, women are uh, more resilient to that. Like, I think they have a stronger blood-brain barrier than males do. So it's like it affects the... Um, you know what I mean? It would have, like, more of an effect on the, the male Recept- mind.
1: Receptors, yeah. Yeah,
4: exactly. Right.
1: And then...
2: Yeah. Not not only that, but the entire public school system is dominated by women. Mm -hmm. So little boys' behavior is going to seem unnatural Mm -hmm. to almost every adult they have contact with.
3: And that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and yeah. that that study actually, that that's what I was gonna say is actually, if you read through that study, they actually make the case in the study, and it's not actually a goal of of one of the things that they set out to say with this study, but one of the things that they make a casual note of is that uh, when controlled for variables for um, like alternative explanations for the behavior, including extreme anxiety, uh, oppositional defiant disorder, or a couple other things. Um, that the rate of over-medication of whites seems to dramatically increase. Uh, oh, yeah. Which means that sure. what that should tell you is it's probably likely that what's happening is as soon as a white boy is like, hey, I don't want to just sit here. I don't want to be bored. I
4: don't, th- this isn't how I learned. Yeah, that once the defiance comes out. Yeah, there's a great bias
2: that they immediately want to diagnose the kid as having a disorder.
4: I don't know why, I don't know why that just
1: like totally brings up the Chicago's teacher, Chicago teacher union in the back of my mind. Yeah.
3: Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what you see though, and you see it where, and it's so funny because there's such a huge stereotype uh, for people that you know. Oh, well, there's you know in minority communities, fathers aren't around and blah blah blah. And it is a an incorrect stereotype, yeah. at least in my
1: opinion. yeah. Sarah in the comment is correct. It's it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah.
3: yeah, and it's and the problem is that what what actually the reality is is that most dads in minority communities and stuff, at least based on this study and and anecdotal experience are more likely to go, well, boys will be boys, let them go out and play, let them play baseball, let them play basketball, whatever, let them have fun and do their thing. And in white society, there is especially middle, upper middle class and and upper class white society, you tend to see this really huge drive against any kind of nonconformity, any kind of, I want to go
4: out and
2: and And a lot of these parents put so much pressure on their children to perform oh yeah and you know
4: oh so... yeah because the, the parents like live through their through kids like their kids success is their success you know what i mean right like that's how they it's more of like an ego-driven thing than um like actually wanting to see their kids succeed you know what right. i mean they like, they defi- their they, whole they define- identity yeah exactly raising successful yeah. children yeah exactly yeah oh
3: yeah so, yeah, and you see that over and over and over again. Whereas in a lot of minority communities, especially a lot of working-class minority communities, hey, you know what? There's no shame in being the guy that picks up the garbage because you're still essential. You still make sick. civilized society yeah. fun. And like,
2: yeah, your, your, your... make some room for life and just yeah. living and having a good time. You know, this,
1: yeah, this actually carries over really well into our, our next article.
2: I just want to tell the whole internet, though, that this whole topic... <laughs> Is one of the biggest reasons that I homeschool my boys.
1: Yeah, right. It's one, the, it's one of the reasons that, that my kids were homeschooled, also.
3: Yep. My daughter was. Well, she goes to a private school
1: now. Well, but... no. right. the army can't recruit <clears throat> enough soldiers, and it may start talking to kids as young as twelve to find them. So dope them up
2: wow. on fucking mind altering. Drugs, have you guys, and then move in and push <laughs> your fucking propaganda down their throats until suck. they volunteer? As as bro, cannon fodder, <laughs> until
4: so, what they, is this like? This? Until this they like volunteer
2: as the... cannon fodder to fucking protect yeah. the interests of global bankers that fucking back everything you do in the government.
4: <laughs> yep, what um, is this like? Fucking the, the Congo, where we have like children soldiers now. <laughs>
2: I think they're just, oh, no, actually,
5: they're just oh,
1: talking to middle schoolers and, yeah.
4: like, trying to plant seeds. Oh, I was going to they, say, they, like-,
1: <laughs> like, they, they, they lay it out really good in this article. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, High school seniors have traditionally been Army recruiting the most reliable target audience, but leadership is realizing that as military service becomes more and more rare and fewer American youth actually know a soldier or veteran, they'll need to make up the gap by reaching out to younger prospects. It's a matter of behavioral economics, the Army Assistant Secretary for Manpower and- and- What an order or willing yeah. turn oh. I was yeah. just
2: thinking that, Dan. I was just thinking yeah. that
1: behavioral <laughs> economics. Yeah. Well, with the acknowledgement, <laughs> holy fucking people, shit. Most people have made a mental list of what they might want to be when they grow up by the time they've reached adolescence. Well, okay. Quote: I would argue that is totally most- realistic too. Yeah, I would argue that in looking at these generations, we have to begin we have to begin thinking about how they approach this question and where they will they pl- where will they apply their talent. Dr. E. Casey Wardinsky said, quote, "We have to confront the question. Will we wait until they're 17 or will we start talking to them at the age 12, 13, 14, 15 when they, when they form a set of things that they are thinking about doing with their life. They it's not your job they, to help they,
2: them figure that out.
1: Yeah, good They, must job they have the interest of the Fasaland at heart. Well, yeah, hold on, <laughs> hold on. right. And particular if Hitler youth shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, Let's give some knives. And particularly if their parents or other close family members never served, the option may either. Not occur to them or could be completely written off. Quote If we wait until they're 17 or 18, we will not be their first impression. What this, uh, Wadiski said, translation
2: others, if we wait others until will their, it for us, and if we wait until their brains develop a little bit more, they might figure out that we're not yeah. a good option. I was yeah. just going to
4: say that yeah. the translation. That, yeah. you know, just meat and potatoes translation would be we got to set our ho- our hooks in them way earlier in life, where before, like, they, before, they, can before <laughs> they start thinking for themselves, yeah, before they figure yeah. it out,
5: uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Well, we're, I mean, that's the thing is you need to, and and that's, I mean, a page straight out of Hitler and Goebbels playbooks, yeah, right, where it's this idea that you have to ingrain the idea of service to Zafazalan. Uh, yeah. In yeah. their brains early enough that that forms a core chunk of their belief system as they get older. So how that it in their
2: mind. How did that happen for you, and Andrew? Like for me, my father served, my grandfather served, like all the way back. There's been somebody from every generation of my family in the military. We're like fucking Forrest Gump's family. Well, right. It, <laughs> well, and it's uh, so well, that's how it happened that's to me. Right, that's, but, they didn't they didn't even have to work on me. I walked into their fucking state, you know, repair oh, yeah, it, station. Uh,
3: my, my grandpa, uh, my grandpa was in Korea. Um,
2: my dad was in, you know, my grandpa was world war two. Yeah. My,
3: my grandpa was in Korea. Um, my, a ton of my friends, fathers were, um, were in the military. My best friend's dad was, was a Marine and uh, he'd been Marine recon. And, stuff so he was really hardcore and he was planning going to the Marines when my other buddies was planning on going to the Marines. I didn't want anything to do with the Marines because I'm not a bullet sponge. Um and <laughs> that's <laughs> what Dad always called him Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sponge, so like, I didn't want anything to do with that, but I I had grown up with this idea of, and like, I grew up watching movies about Carlos Hathcock and Audie Murphy and all of these guys that, that celebrated, yeah. you know, John Wayne's longest day and, um, a few of the even, others that he did.
2: Even shit like Under Siege and A Few Good Men and, you know, an Officer and a Gentleman and stuff like that. I mean, like this permeated our culture when we were kids.
3: Oh yeah. And watching, you know, we watched uh, like in, in my case, like you watched desert storm happen, and, Uh and the, the huge celebrations that happened when everybody came back and they all got these parades, even though the, Ground forces yeah. didn't really do anything, right. um, and <laughs> but the brave returning heroes. Yeah, and you, you saw all of this, and you know, when you grow up, and because I've always been a history buff and a huge history buff. For me, military history always interested me, and so I read all these amazing things about these guys who did these incredible things in history in the military and in war. And so it just and, and you're then,
2: reading about them hundreds of years later. Their their names still live on. Yeah, because of exactly. these these deeds that they did. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was this it,
3: it was it was a constant celebration of military service everywhere I went, everything was about the military. Everything was the military is great, everything is fantastic. And then you know when I became a neocon law I was still in high school and wound up going, Hey, I wanna go into the army, and then yeah, that worked out real friggin' hot for me.
2: So, i was in sea cadets well, in high school it's like JROTC. But they try yeah, and uh, sell like
4: the um you know they try and sell the fucking star spangled banner package fucking deal without showing it's dark underbelly of course oh, yeah.
3: the, my recruiter i can remember actually my recruiter um he one of my recruiters uh that i talked to he actually um the very first day i met him he was 82nd airborne um and the very first day i met him he like sits down he's talking to me and stuff and he throws a coin a challenge coin on the table from from special forces that he got in kosovo uh for carrying a guy out um after he got his head blown off by a sniper and special forces had given it to him for carrying the dude out literally on his shoulders and like he's just like yeah they gave that to me it was pretty cool and like he was always very like yeah it was, it was a lot of fun you know and everything and and he's like, oh, you're pretty smart. You'd probably get along in special forces. And, like, and it's just – and as a recruiter, like, you have to have that mentality, I'm sure, that, you know, it, that's yes. – that, you know, everything's cool and you should, you should really be into this. But it, any recruiter who's actually seen combat, dude, the entire time, you knew what that actually would do because it had done it to you. Exactly. Yeah. You knew what it would do and you lied and you didn't say anything about it and that's yep. what these,
1: and you these oh, no.
2: innocent kids into fucking doing it. Yep. And deciding uh, on
1: board. Tara says start countering recruiting with principles of anarchism. Might be time for her to get back into childcare. I would argue that getting your kid out of public schooling It's the single greatest thing that you can give that kid a chance for freedom.
3: Oh yeah, I'm sure the rates of kids who go to private schools or are homeschooled that wind up enlisting is so much lower than ones who go to public school.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, I'm positive. I'm
2: positive.
4: Like my my old man was special forces, and he was like adamantly against me not joining.
3: There's a there's a ton out of the special forces community. There are so many anti military service and anti war people because. It's a lot different when you've actually seen it from that perspective and you actually oh, yeah. know and you've been encouraged to think for yourself for years mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you start to see what that actually looks like and like I saw I saw a video of a guy um, who was actually he was like one of our founding members like he was the guys who got to where the Green Berets from JFK right this is the very beginning and he was talking about why he would not allow his son to enlist at all and he's talking to the camera and he's like why would why would you want to do that and he goes through like oh do you want to suffer do you want to be broken forever do you want all of these and he's like why would somebody want that why would i encourage that in my child that's a terrible idea
0: yeah
1: uh yeah we've
2: already told the boys that we don't want them fighting in any of these wars
1: Andrew your, your buddy Christopher says uh my, my recruiter was a combat veteran and told me exactly what I was in for and my dumbass still signed right. <laughs> Well,
5: and for, like my community because I'm from a very small town in Wisconsin um, Most of the recruiting that we got um, Was based off of not so much. Oh, you need to do this for your country or look at what your family did but more so um, you guys can't afford college
4: yeah, yeah right. for career that, opportunity that, that or college opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting that, the fuck uh,
2: out of your hometown.
5: Yeah. Well, that's yeah,
4: see, that's that was, a that's almost like that an economic was, draft. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That uh when
1: they when the report came out that they, that the army missed their recruiting numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things that they that they pointed to as as wise, they missed it is because we have a good economy right now. Yeah,
3: the better the economy, the harder it is to recruit, which I think should say a lot of where they pull soldiers. And it's the same thing. Remember that everybody talked about in Vietnam that was so big. The ain't no fortunate son, right? Yep. Yep. It's it is a rich man's war and a poor man's fight, and that's still what it is. The rich decide to go to war, and all of the poor people got to go fight it for them. The serfdom. Has never gone away. It's no. just got a lot more
2: subtle. That's yeah, exactly what that the... video of mine was about the the Bring the Troops Home video on veteran
1: Anarchy, yep. Yep, the one that got luck.
2: like thousands of shares and hundreds of thousands of views hate.
1: and hate comments and
2: and hate comments. Lots of those.
3: Yeah, you'll have a few of those from time to time. You know you're over
4: the yeah. target if you're fucking getting hate comments. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: think.
2: They it got shared all the over minute. the world. Yeah, like, there were people commenting from all, you know, from all. That's over fucking the awesome, world.
1: dude. Yeah, it was yeah. a it was a great video. I remember going through it and like having to hit the translation button in order to understand what people were commenting.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I
4: yeah, was moved because you were like sincere about what you were saying and shit. So,
2: well, it's a serious fucking topic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. And it, and it, and it hits home for you. That have their own fucking mm-hmm. club. They want to use us. They want to use our children as the fucking cannon fodder, as bullet sponges to fight yep. their wars for their fucking profit. And they're going to lie to us about why these wars are necessary to get us to fight them for them.
3: Well, and I've what? always, said, you know, you, you really want to counteract a lot of that, get memoirs from soldiers from world war one. Yeah. And read them, read yep. those to kids, show kids what they said and talk about the live and let live. Mentality that pervaded the entire Western Front—that none of these guys wanted to fight—and half the time they literally had dinner together. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Smedley, Smedley. And Butler's Confessions book. of an Economic Hitman.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I mean,
2: everybody's kids should be reading that.
1: Um, Confessions of Economic Hitman and the Smedley Butler's, um, book, um, War Is a Racket. Yep. Uh, those are both readily available online. You can find full copies of it, um, on Free- one of the. One Great of the pages, I, yeah. One of the pages that I have, um, positivity, volunteerism, something or other. Um, well,
3: the, the war is a racket. That's wasn't he a war hero like in World War One? Like he actually had war, won a ton of medals and everything else. And
1: he's got, he's got, he's got a full cage, yeah. Yeah,
3: and he, and he, his immediate thought after the war is, this was nothing but a business decision by a bunch of underhanded pieces of shit who saw the way a way to make millions off of the death of all of us.
4: You know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I, he's pretty much saying that like uh, he said that like Al Capone or whoever was able to operate in so many different like districts or whatever, but he's like I operated in multiple continents for fucking, you know, uh, United Fruit Corporation and and you know, all these fucking corporations. He said he pretty much was a mercenary for the, you know, corporate yeah. corporate arm of the government but um yeah as one of my favorite ezra pound quotes is that um he said in uh the problem with modern war is that it doesn't give you the chance to kill the right people yeah that's true yeah it's yeah. well, really fucking is,
2: true
3: right cold quote from mash um <laughs> i love so much uh
4: oh, i
2: love that show i fucking love that
4: like show. i i have a proposition here instead of like next time they try and get us into a world war why don't we all just like fucking get together as people of different nations and just fucking kill the elite? Yeah. We we'll just all hunt, we'll we hunt just them down. We just
2: meet up Fuck on em. the battlefield and sit down and fucking smoke a bowl <laughs> and make I, them do something about mm-hmm. it.
3: I was so excited the other day. I was on Etsy and I found an original 1960s, so Vietnam War era poster that's a photo of Arlington Cemetery and it's about, uh, I forget exactly what it says. It's a uh, war. Um, and it says, let me find it. Give me just one second. And I'll tell you exactly what it says. Cause it's a freaking phenomenal, phenomenal poster. And I want it in the worst damn way.
2: Um, Have any of you guys ever been to Arlington? <laughs> Arlington is one of the most heartbreaking places oh, dude, on bet. the fucking planet. If you ask me
3: or the western front the the western front uh american and and british and things that get graveyards that are all over france um yeah, yeah. just absolutely hard where if you look at the ages the born
1: and dead 18, yeah 17, yeah 16. 14, 15, 16 year old kids yeah yeah
3: yeah, they it's were kids. Sad, they were and, and we're talking about only a couple of years younger than that being recruited. So you're talking about again a return to that, again to the child soldiers, to the 14, 15-year-olds who are going um, if you ever get a And tr- it is
2: not their war. Who here has raised teenagers? Me and Jason. Do they give a fuck about geopolitics?
4: No. But you no. got to think about it this way also this at the same time. This is not their when, fucking like, war. Back during like World War Two generation, like you have to figure that those kids that were like fourteen, fifteen. Not saying that it's like you know justified or anything like that, but 14, 15 year olds back then were way more mature and like
2: yeah, more had, grown had up. Their,
4: mm. Yeah, totally more grown up than they than a fourteen or fifteen year old now. Oh
3: right. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's here's the poster, the the original poster. Um, but it says, uh, "We are the unwilling, led by the unqualified, to do the unnecessary for the ungrateful."
1: Yeah. No. all right. Let's uh let's jump on this last article. Okay. And since we're oh yeah, because I got right go time. Real soon. Um it's another volunteerism article. It's uh meet the Oak Cliff man and his mom giving away free fresh veggies. Nice. Despite our obsess despite our obsession with quality barbecue tacos and whatever looks good on Instagram, there are some Dallas initiatives. Uh, making an effort to bring accessible, healthy, quality food to communities lacking these options, especially in the southern sector. The Oak Cliff Veggie Project is a nonprofit organization looking to provide underserved Dallas neighborhoods with access to fresh vegetables, uh, all while focusing on the three points of service, education, cultivation, and preparation. Not only has the project started a community garden, uh, but as one of the founders says, um, the Oak Cliff veggie store located at the parking lot, blah, 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 provides those in need of produce every third Saturday uh, without price tags. Once a month, we give away free food, he said. Uh, at every one of these events, we meet more people that want to grow their own food and that know that plant-based lifestyle will help some of the conditions they have and their families. This is what the whole program is about, community empowerment. Yeah, so it's a guy... A guy and his mom, his mom grew vegetables, and he really liked the idea and, and saw the freedom in it, and he started to bring it to the community and giving away whatever they grew, and now it has blossomed into something even bigger, a nonprofit organization with other people wanting to grow and other people wanting to give away surplus. Um, and it's just – its Because it's, it's, gardening,
2: it's even if you don't eat your own it's, harvest – gardening is soothing gardening is good for human beings it's good for your soul it gets your body moving It, you know
4: it gets to in touch is with, a the, very, with the earth man
2: yeah and it's an extremely healthy hobby you know?
3: well and you you know and if you are gardening you are taking responsibility for something other than yourself so if you can get your yep. kids into it that teaches them a lot of responsibility the value of a hard day's work because they get rewarded at the end of it it's a val- valuable skill to have
2: and it's yes. just fun. It's fun to see something that you planted blossom and grow. Oh yeah,
4: totally, totally. It's
2: I mean, like oh. I'm I'm going I'm in raptures like I did for that, motherfucker. for my apple orchard. I've got blooms <laughs> right? on some of my trees, and I'm just I so excited it. about it. Yeah. I'm excited for them. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like 3,000 miles away from them. Right, my little six tree <laughs> orchard in my yard. That yeah, qualifies
3: yeah. as an orchard, right? It's more yeah. than one tree. I think
2: so. Yeah. <laughs> And it's three different varieties, so. Nice.
3: See, so it's even a diverse oh mm.
2: Well, okay, so it's three varieties because the main variety I wanted was Gravensteins, but they're what's called a triploid or trinome.
4: So, so like they you need, need the pollina- pollination from the all three.
2: From two others, they have to be oh, pollinated okay, okay. by two other varieties that are compatible pollinators with them. And compatible pollinators with each, with other. each other.
4: Yeah. Oh, so,
2: Yeah. So that's why. Yeah, Gravensteins... Botany is definitely a
4: science, man. Yeah. Especially when you're doing shit like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I had to, in order to get two Gravensteins, <coughs> we got two white blossom crab apples called Transcendence and then two gala trees. So I have crab apples for pectin mm-hmm. and yep. for some cooking. I have the Gravensteins, which are cooking apples.
1: You know I'm and looking cautiously through you, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so sure. the
2: Gravensteins are like cider, applesauce, apple pie, apples. We need we nice. need to grow
1: watermelons, by the way. Yeah,
2: and then the Galas are just raw eating apples, of course. Yep. So,
4: you had yeah. You hand me in cider.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I got a fermenting kit. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know, that,
1: did you know that it's technically illegal to make applejack? Really. really? Mm-hmm. Apple, <laughs> applejack, okay. Applejack is technically a fermented, or not a ferment. It's a um, uh, it's, it's a te- it's a, a distilled drink. So, like, you you take you take um, fermented cider, and you my brother-in-law
4: it, used to make tons of that yeah, shit. Well,
1: apple, <laughs> to make to make applejack, what you do is, is you leave it outside and it freezes, and then because mm-hmm. the water freezes but the alcohol doesn't, you just yep, exactly. It. <laughs> it's, You're it's right
0: exactly.
1: Te- it's technically a distilling process, and it's it's actually illegal. Huh. Yeah, yeah, he had
4: that shit in the basement and it would freeze over and fucking, you know, you'd just, just drink put the put it fucking, in the freezer. I mean, yeah. shit. Yeah, same thing. And you but just, he had it in a, he it had it in a big in cask. The ice. Yeah. yeah,
3: but solely because you're attempting to do it intentionally and it's not an oops, now yeah. magically it's suddenly illegal. Yeah, and yeah. you see that over and over again with like a lot of alcohols where they wind up being illegal because they can't tax them. Yes. Except for yeah, except for Wisconsin for the most part, because Wisconsin, like, we actually have a I don't know category for taxation of alcohols, so, like, if something doesn't fit into any other specific category, they're like, ah, this rate.
2: So, but Thanks like, for the th- recipe, Jason.
4: I think that, uh, I remember a Whiskey Rebellion or something starting over that. Yeah, it yeah, uh, sounds familiar, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Washington. He, and I, I learned about that in school. He just talked to him and got him to go home. There wasn't like yeah, yeah. hundreds of dead Americans. Like, <laughs> and I seem
2: people. to remember. I seem to remember this big like law where people couldn't drink, and there was a whole task force devoted to. You know, taking down, yeah, then the government poisoned people, gangsters, yeah, the government
3: literally poisoned like 10,000 people, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm saying you app strong cider good, you can make watermelon it wine. Is. Yeah, I'm telling you, I water, had that. watermelon wine. That's the uh, that'll get, that'll oh, get you. Yeah, so good.
4: Good.
2: I'm hoping to do strawberries in the vegetable garden once I get that set up. Next I heard year.
4: watermelon's very hydrating. We're
2: now. already kind of past strawberry season, or we're getting yeah. towards the
1: end of it. So. Strawberry strawberries are good too, though.
4: Yeah. Well, we're planting it anyway. And, yeah. Watermelon right. also has some that's kind of I mean. like uh, ingredient. I forget exactly what what the fuck it is, but it uh relaxes your blood vessels.
1: Mm-hmm. it'll it'll filter water too so you can yeah. eat mexican watermelons so all right you guys got anything else nope nope i
3: did have that one quote that i was going to mention from uh from mash I'm oh yeah you go. Oh, with that, with that. Uh, it there, out. um the the preacher said war is hell and uh hawkeye says war's in hell uh, war is war and hell is hell and of the two war is a lot worse he said how do you figure Hawkeye easy father tell me who goes to hell sinners I believe exactly there are no innocent bystanders in hell war is chock full of them little kids cripples old ladies in fact except for some of the brass almost everybody involved is an innocent bystander
2: amen yeah. that's my favorite one of my favorite quotes
1: from that show so yeah, um, yeah. again we're on anchor now uh, we're, also, we're also on Google Podcast, Spotify Breaker, Pocket Cast, uh, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So, also, buy my book. Yes, Dirica's book, uh, Dan's page, Andrew's YouTube, as well as our uh, anchor link are all in the description of this video. And uh, go check them out. We'll catch you next time.
4: Opt out, rule yourself. <laughs> yep. Yeah.